Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren. And welcome to the Average Bikers in a Cave, a show where a group of bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews and the big questions. If you like what you hear, then be sure to subscribe, tell your friends and leave us a review. On today's show, along with our usual ramblings, we will update you on a number of stories and new bikes that have grabbed our attention in the last couple of weeks. Also, we'll tackle this week's big question. Is the new Harley Sportster S any good? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drawing, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Check-in time. I'm going to record that, actually, just so that I don't uh, keep saying that. Absolutely. Check-in check time. <coughs> yes. You want to flip a coin or do you want to go first? I'll go first. I don't <laughs> mind you. You went first last time, didn't you? I can't remember. You were, in, you were in top last time, so I'll go in top this time. Go for it. <coughs> I've got a slight um, chesty frog in my throat this week, so if I, if I grunt a lot, then it's got nothing to do with anything other than just a chesty thing. So what we should have, said, we should have started the podcast with a warning. All used with a sensitive disposition. Yeah, Ian may grunt a lot during this podcast. <laughs> it's still perfectly safe family show. Still can't see no afterlife. Anyway, carry on. Uh, exactly. So, what's um, what's new in the world of Mister Bell? Well, um, I test rode the sports dress. We went to Hard Days and event test rode sports dress, which was pretty cool. And um, we'll tell you all about that later on. We're not going to kind of the point of the show. Oh, point of the show. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but what else? Um, the was out on the bike uh, this week. Uh, popped back up to Harley for a wee coffee with a boy, which oh. was quite good, just to give it a wee done. And got a nice new shiny. And got t-shirt. a nice new shiny Harley Davidson t-shirt. So a May a May West. A May West. A, a May West. Exactly. I, I was trying to think of a May West quote there. I had come up and see me sometime. <laughs> Maybe don't know. Is that moving on? Yeah. <laughs> the air is divine. That was it. What the, the air is something, but it feels divine. Anyway, anyway. We should, we should digress slightly from maybe so I uh, took the, the Triumph out uh, to buy a Harley Davidson t-shirt now there you go that's about mixing your, your bike genres isn't it uh, yeah. it's totally it's just we're not brand precious we're not brand precious as long as it's Harley Davidson not Triumph we're alright <laughs> uh, which is not true as long as it's not Kawasaki versus we're okay although that's another bit of my <laughs> check in I have to I have to admit I have to admit I s- now I just sat on it. I didn't. I didn't ride it. I just sat on a Kawasaki Versus. <laughs> Did you put it especially? Did you put it especially? <laughs> no, I was already there. Was right there. I was just um, looking for the perfect double change. Uh, obviously, after the um, the Pan America, you know, pick me up, oh, break me down, thing, whatever it was that happened that we know nothing about, and we've never mentioned at all in the show. Nope. Uh, I thought um, my friend was like Big Hugh was like Big Hugh. He's quite small, like me. So a uh, a. Uh, he was like, I'll bring the I'll bring the versus round, and you can at least sit on it. And you can just check that you know the leg length and all that, because he's a wee short ass like me. So, oops, boop, um, fine, we're that's fine. fine. And uh, uh, we'll uh, let that one slip. I, I think know, we'll just see if we can get away with it. I know. We uh, so I, I sat on the versus and actually fitted it because he's 
he, he's got the low, the low, low seat, and he's scooped half the foam out. He's, so. literally, he's literally just got a stretch of leather yeah. over the frame. And it felt, it felt okay to sit on. It did feel okay to sit on. Fair, but I didn't. So I've got to take it for a wee spin, see what I think of it, and I make him back and go, oh, that Kawasaki Versus is pure brilliance. Not as I love a Kawasaki Versus. <laughs> I might. Uh, you, might you might actually go and go, actually, do you know what? I quite like the ride position. I don't think I'll be. I, the only thing is that, as you will or find you, out later on in the show, I'm, I'm kind of. Taking to a different riding position with the new sports race, so we will find out all right. about that. Even if you liked it, I fully anticipate you coming back and lying. What's that about the verses? Oh, totally. <laughs> you can assume right uh, now. Uh, no, <clears throat> no, no, that's no, the thing. I, I believe no. it's a very, very good, very capable adventure bike and and, and and touring bike. You know, but then you know, a Toyota Corolla was the most most popular car in the world. But I think it's Jeremy Clarkson or something. Somebody once said, but they say it was any good. You know, it's not exciting. You know, yeah, it's a bit like custard, really, isn't it? And custard is nice, but it's much better if you spice it up with stuff rather than just have the custard. A bit of millionaire shortbread or yeah. caramel cake, as we yeah, used to call even it. A, even a wee Back cheeky, fucking day, uh, or even just a wee bit of apple crumble. Anyway, so that's my. That's not a big check in, to be fair. No, um, but most of your check in comes later on. It does really, yeah, because absolutely. That's where yeah. All the excitement was. And we'll be and we'll be putting that wee bit on a video, video as well, because I've got because when I was out in the poster and Mister Cresswell here, of course, was bobbing along beside me in the Pan America, and we we got Pan Americas, but Pan Americas, you can talk a bit about that, and. Uh, we've got some GoPro footage of being on the bike. Unfortunately, it's just on the bike, so you're really just getting a look at the the, the speedometer, riding position, the riding position, and everything. But there's a nice wee bit when I overtake and get goes from like forty miles an hour to seventy six mil, miles per hour on a blink of a second. Aye. It's quite cool. Aye. I've put a wee sexy spin in the video for that. Oh, so. have you? Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so. With a husky and then a wee bit, and then a wee bit of hyperlapse after it, so it goes <laughs> really quick. Oh, does it? Up to around about yeah. There you go. Nice. Look out for that, folks. Anyway, that's my check-in following on you're absolutely right i did follow you on the pan america or pan americas since i took the one with the the arh on it that's a right height which was the whole point of me going out was not to go in that one but obviously we took it out and halfway through switched over with dave from harley davidson west coast harley uh, and he was riding albeit uh, the kind of scooped out seat he's got a shorter leg than mm-hmm. I do uh, but it, it didn't have the ARH on it and the difference between riding the one with the ARH and riding the, the non-ARH one night and day the ARH one's a little bit more I don't want to say wallowy because that's unfair mm-hmm. but you, you definitely don't have the same confidence when you go into bends at speed whereas the one Without the ARH is definitely a bit stiffer, so if you can get away without it, it's a much nicer ride. So anyone that's thinking of uh, buying a Pan America, I would definitely test drive both if you're not yeah basically height, height dependent yeah vertically I, challenged. I think so. Uh, what you're really saying is, um, if you get long legs, don't get there. Yeah, because I think the ARH is supposed to kick in when you start to slow down, but really it's under fifteen miles per hour. Realistically, yeah. it's, it's still always kind of it it's must always, always keep, be must tracking be, what's, aye, happening. what's happening. I think, um, and even then, you know, the ARH, which is a great bit of tech, but again, if you have to, oh, do, a, if you have to do an emergency stop, your feet are not going to touch the ground. MCN Which is what happened to me. Aye. MCN. I know, I know that. I M- know that personally. <laughs> First hand experience, hence the t-shirt. MCN gave it 2021 Innovation of the Year, that ARH system. Mm-hmm. 
albeit the Pan America didn't win MCN's Bike of the Year, which we'll probably do maybe in the next month or so. We can have a look through and see what, what we think is our, 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 our um, which I know we've kind of touched <coughs> on what our kind of the best kind of bikes were, but I think of the year, we yeah. But even then, it wasn't even the best bikes, was it? It was just the bikes we would like to have, which is aye, in certain genres, yeah, which is probably slightly different, aye. Whereas yeah. we should do a kind of thingy of the year, there's yeah, a whole load of reading in that as well, so um. What else happened this week? Oh, I had a run-in. We went to see a run-in. My wife's got a Ninja mm-hmm. 650, and she's been at me for ages to get some way to put her phone on a bike. Now, obviously, it's got kind of clip-on sport tourer-style bars, which we all know is a bit of a pain in the butt, because you can't just buy a normal quad-lock mm-hmm. kind of clip that yep. goes on a normal <coughs> inch and a quarter bar or whatever. So I looked at the bike, and I went, oh, just get the fork stem connector and that'll go straight in there. Just put a phone on there. So, ordered it all up, ordered her a nice case, ordered the dampener. Nice. Thanks, Charlie. And uh, got it all here. Yeah, the fork stem doesn't fit because it's not a fork stem, it's an actual hex bolt. <laughs> so, right. I had to go on the phone to Quadlock, explain the situation. Quadlock, that's fine. Just send it back and we'll like, replace. Mm-hmm. money for you and I was like ah, well I'm still going to want some sort of fitting so I'd ordered the kind of ball fitting oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. then just ordered like a kind of ram mount fitting aye, to go to aye, top. Aye, aye. you can actually get a hex fitting that goes straight in there but not from Quadlock they don't do one but Quadlock's customer service were brilliant mm-hmm. they were like it's fine don't worry about it as long as the packaging's alright just pack it up and tape it and send it back let us know what the track number is Minute it gets here, we'll transfer the money, and it was instant. Uh-huh. I sent it away one day. It got there the next, and they messaged me back literally within like an hour of getting there. And he got his money back. So, fair play to Quadlock. The customer service was tremendous, brilliant, absolutely <coughs> tremendous. And on a podcast related, we broke the four figures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, so, did, why did we try and do our own sound effects and we know we'll get these wee buttons? I don't know. Start off, go, and then go, ah, should we press the button? Press the button. Press the button. And then I just get to it and then go, well, take your bit out or we'll take this out. Oh, just leave it. Just leave it. So, yeah. So, and actually, since uh, obviously writing this, which wasn't that long ago, it's nearly 1100. So, it's just jumped like another 70 odd. And so, happy days. It's gaining traction. Either that or it's the same person listening to every single podcast several times. Hundred Se- times. Several hundred times. So, if it is just the same person, thank you very much for listening. It was really nice of you. Aye, uh, you mean you should be commended? We should actually yes. just give you your own spot in the show. We'll get an extra mic. Come and sit with us and let us know. But yeah, so that's my check-in. It's Excellent. Again, I think most of the stuff <coughs> that's excited is in the last couple of weeks. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about <coughs> later. Absolutely. So. Yep. 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 And I've got a little new section this week. Well, not a, new, a little new section, because we've done the section before, uh-huh. but there's some decent, we've got a fair we've number of... We've had some people being in contact with us. A lot, of, well, mm. th- three. Three, uh, three, three th- in a week. In a week, yeah, that's brilliant. Not even in like, since we've last been on air, but in a week, mm. which, you know I mean, made me had to rejig the whole notes. And things, things, the things jigger. Again, uh, yeah. The jiggery thing again. The jiggery thing, yeah. So, welcome to, and we don't have a sound, Listener's Corner. We should have like a little member. 
Tony Hart. The only problem with that is you and I are probably more liable to end off Crawford to a still game moment, do you know what I mean? I know. And start. <laughs> <laughs> Although, right now I'm struggling to remember the still game because I've got... It's I've probably got, just as well. Because <laughs> I've already got the other one on. One, what's that called? One Vision or something? Vision, uh, vision Call or Vision On? One vision call. On. Vision, vision On. Vision On. Vision Call's a... I think it's a... Uh, opticians company or something, is it not? Vision call. Vision on. I have no idea. No idea. <coughs> anyway. I should, since we're sitting here, brief for a set of Gregory Pectone. Yep. Anyway, uh, shout out to our first listener in Listener's Corner, and thanks for getting in touch. Uh, Graham, I'm not going to mention second names, because Graham will be listening and he knows who he is, rather than yes, Graham, putting you know. his full name out there. But off the back of our electric episode, Graham actually sent us a link and a little kind of thanks lads, enjoy Aye. the show, keep it up kind of stuff, which was really nice. But the link was to a YouTube video from a YouTuber called Freddie Dobbs, who I'd never heard of before, and I follow a lot of YouTubers, yeah. but I'd never heard. Um, since then, I've actually watched a few of his videos, and actually, I'm getting, a, getting quite into him, so I've subscribed to him, so I should start to see some of his new stuff coming through. But Freddie had a, a, a week-long loan of a Harley Livewire, and within a few hours, he absolutely loved it. I mean, he experienced the perfection of owning an electric bike or electric travel just in general mm-hmm. in the future. I mean, it was the great ride. He was didn't miss the sound. He needed a charge. He got to a charging station, had the right charge. He just tapped his bank card. It was like the flawless charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was... And he was like, um, and he actually said at one point, I think I'm going to take this bike back to Harley because I'm, I'm absolutely in love with it and I don't need to ride it anymore. However, it's when he said that that it all started to fall apart. <laughs> so it's lucky way Heather. Mm. Um, he obviously continued on with a live wire, driving through little, kind of through the kind of Cotswolds, that kind of area, Lovely. heading back to the southeast. <clears throat> um, and he was. What, 35 miles or something from home and he suddenly realised oh I've only got like 20 miles left so I'm going to need some extra charge so I'll find a charging point so pulls into the garage no it's not happening there's no charging point well the charging point's there but it's broke alright and this went on for a further three times he went to a charging station and it only had slow charge which means it would have taken ages he then went to another one and the charge that they fit at the harley was broke and then he went to another one and there was somebody already charging a big massive audi q5 or a5 or something in there and they only had the one charging point and then finally he got to the fourth charging point and he managed to get a a charger of that now it was very convoluted because it was one of those ones you need to download the app you need to register your card and all this kind of gubbins however that's not it's not harley's fault that's the infrastructure's fault and, yeah, he was, yeah. and he was clear to call that out that that's you mean what happened he did get a charge in it and then off he went and he got home and we got home he did say the bike's the bike's amazing he's mm. totally in love with a bike but the infrastructure shocking, and he lives on the southwest side of the M25 in kind of London way, where he he, get, he gives some stats in the video, and we'll share the link to the video. But it's got the highest number of charging points or charging stations anywhere else, anywhere in the UK. So his probability of getting the right charging station and, and having that flawless, beautiful charge 
should have been nine times out of ten, but actually <coughs> it was one out of five. And you're thinking, and that's where he yeah. says he thinks that that's the difficulty in buying an electric bike these days is because there's no, it's a bit hit and a miss with the infrastructure. Again, and that's him talking on a... Yeah, I mean, if you, if you go into a petrol station, very rarely is there one pump. Do you know what I mean? You've got you've get options if one of them's not working. Exactly. You know, you pull up to a pump and it says, sorry, not in use, you go to another pump. Aye. But when there's so few charging points. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Where I live, just down the bottom of my road, there's four charging points down the bottom of the road. There's two across the road yeah. for the cave. And then there's about another four further into the village. And and, and there's, you know, but, but to be fair, it just looks like a Tesla showroom where I live. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even know if they're, the, I don't even know if they're, but if the they're thing charging is, if they're just sitting there to show off, you know. Again, we've got two right across the road, all right, at kind of at the <coughs> car park, yep. at the big building there. Uh, but again, I don't know what charging connectors are there, so it might only be to fit the live wire or a zero or an energy car. It only provides the slow charge, which means getting an extra twenty miles is going to take you like two and a half hours rather than twenty minutes. Okay, yeah. Um, and then it's no a case of, you I mean, you go to the pump with your car, you put your car down, put the pin in, it says, right, you can fill up maximum of 99 litres, but there you go, and that's you. That's it, Some of the charging <coughs> stations do that, you can go up and just pop your card against it, just contactless, and then you can take it out and you can charge it. And it's, but they're not all like that. Some you need to download an app, and you need to register your card with the app, and all this kind of good stuff, and it's just like, why can that just not be simpler? So... COP26 is happening in the next couple of weeks yep. here in Glasgow. They've still already started shutting roads, which I won't, won't even talk about in this episode because I heard some news this morning, like the Clydeside Expressway shutting tonight. And I'm thinking, how are people with 125s <coughs> for this side of the river going to get into Glasgow? It's funny, and it's funny because I was out when I was out with John um, in the bike, he's, he's like, I said, how easy would it be for me to get into Glasgow? And I said, well, you either have to go along Paisley Road West and across like the Squinty Bridge or something which like that. Which is shut. Which is shut. Said you'd have to go along the expressway or along the Barton Road, which is shut. Which so is shut. Said you're not going anywhere during COP26 and that 125 right. anywhere near the Glasgow City Centre unless you want to go round the back and up the top. And so anyone living <coughs> just on this just on this side of the tunnel, mm-hmm. kind of governing way, right? They're not going anywhere. They're going to need to go all the way around the M8, which means the actual motorway is going to be absolutely gridlocked. Yes. It's just mental. But anyway... That's something that, that really they need to talk about at COP26. If they really want, if they're serious about getting rid of combustion bikes or petrol and diesel vehicles, they need I mean, to actually. If you, if you, pulled, up into a, if you pulled up into a, a garage and their petrol pump didn't fit the hole in your car, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you you, you blow that. What's happened? What's happened? So, aye. Because it's been standardised since, well, God knows when, long before probably you and I were here. But then um, of course the argument to that is, and it's, it's it's the argument that Apple use all the time when it talks about chargers. Can they're talking about they want they just want a universal USB C charger for your mobile devices, right? And that's it. And yep. Apple's like, oh, well, we can't do that here because it, it takes up space. It you know it it destroys innovation and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, that's there. Uh, but it, there has to come a point where they turn around and say, right, the infrastructure has to be far more, um, you know. A generic and 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 what we use, you know, and and every every charging point point must have, you know, plug A, B, and C that works in these cars, and then and then go for it. Aye, because <coughs> that's uh, the one thing I, they never really touched about on the long way up was 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 the inability, t- was the fact that charging points, some of them have different plugs in them. I didn't 
you didn't really don't really realise that until you start you know, watching like Friday or whatever and going watch well, that's a good point I didn't realise because you just assume everything's standard well the f- the one the first one he went to that was flawless had three connectors so it had three pumps almost right. and one was the kind of Harley one one was the kind of round one which mm-hmm. you get for like a Tesla or whatever and then there was a different one and it came up on the screen the minute you tapped your card it came up on the screen what one fits your bike and it had pictures and you go what's that one but we like come on oh, that's it there but straight in there you go and it's like that's the perfect experience regardless of charge times etc that's the experience Aye, from absolutely. an infrastructure perspective <clears throat> yeah so you want to reduce the amount of car the, the amount of carbon or the amount of vehicles that are on the road forget putting in silly things that you're going to talk about in a minute but actually just get the infrastructure right and get it spread across and, and make it uniform and that goes out to the manufacturers the manufacturers need to kind of try and do the same as well and i know they're trying so but we'll put up a link to freddie's video um and if you can't be bothered or you're listening to this and go oh, i'll just bookmark it just now just go into youtube and look up um freddie dobbs and um he's got a whole load of videos in there but just look for the live wire ones There's, he's got a couple he kind of gives his overall review and how much he enjoyed the bike and still getting that stuff. bike i'm still gonna go with it oh. yeah. and actually talking about cop 26 when we were in last week there was six <coughs> and actually i was in when i was in yesterday they were the, the um a couple of the guys said oh they're through in the workshop just now and they're, 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 they're liveried up now and they look amazing but uh, i never got a chance to go through and see them so this is the, the harley west coast harley i've provided, has provided. seven six or seven Live wires for COP26 for Sarkley Police. You know, because there's a lot of big electric vehicle parade and they're going to be using them to, to police the parade, if you know what I mean, and, and all this kind of stuff. And at least, yeah, I mean, the live wire would look meant to yeah, be police colours on it. up to date at 10 o'clock. So. And I, albeit, you mean, I'd imagine the blue flashy lights and all that's just going to kill the battery. Aye. <laughs> the time you run on, unless they put like a wee top box and put all the batteries for the lights and stuff inside that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But aye, it was interesting. Anyway, right, cool. I kind of went, went a bit on there, but it's one no, of the no. ones that always gets, you kind of get on my nerves, you go, well, <coughs> you, you want your pie and you want to eat it, but you're not wanting to do anything. No, but you kind of stick it in the oven because it doesn't affect. Aye, exactly. Aye, you want, you want a hot pie with some custard out of the top, but you've never to cook the pie. You don't even have a knife to cut the pie. You've got nothing to make custard with, but you want it. It's so. a pile of pie, that's what it is. That was ju- I don't know where we went there. Anyway, uh, if, Quick, anyway move on before move we get on. <laughs> uh, Our second uh, listener contact, uh, a good friend of the show, Dale. Good big shout out to Dale, who's sent a few things in for us. But um, after our uh, uh, Colour Fest episode, where we talked about accountancy, Corduroy Brown, uh, cars, etc., um, Dale very kindly told us he had used to have an old faded red Honda, and his official his his official name for the colour. Um, maybe I'm not technically think it was Honda's official name to be honest. But it was a Baboon's Arse Red. Thank you. Here we go. It's the first one of those today. Uh, first and one. It's so Dale's. Well. well done, Dale. You got your, you get the first rim shot today. Well done. <laughs> With your Baboon's Arse. But there we go. That's fine. So that's us. We've got we've got failed account, failed accountant Brown. Failed accountant Brown. Oh, failed accountant Codroy Brown. Accountant Codroy Brown. Baboon's Arse Red. Yeah, you mean but we're, we're stacking them up. I could name a couple of others that I've been told in the last week or so. However, it's this would need show. to be an explicit, you mean episode, and yep. it wouldn't. So if anybody really wants to know, they can message me privately, and I'll tell you what they are. Um, the last listener's corner, corner or contact, contact again, another good friend of the show, uh, Matt. 
and Matt's obviously we've both worked with Matt. We've known Matt for a while. Matt sent us a little article last night, which literally just broke news wise on on one of the websites. And it had literally just been published, and he was straight. <laughs> he must just—I don't know. I, I don't know how he's no busy. I'm busy. He must be busy. Ah, he must be. Um, maybe maybe he's got alerts set up. Maybe be, be maybe. alert. The world needs maybe. more alerts. An, an RSS feed or something. These mm-hmm. uh, But yeah, he messaged with a. Have you seen this? You need to talk about this. I want to know what your opinion on it is. And this is all about potentially it becoming illegal for you to modify your bike. At all. And, and at, at all. And at first when I read it, I went, <clears throat> what? <laughs> but here's the summary, okay? So the Department of Transport have proposals put forward as part of Future of Transport Review. What, and it's, it's being put forward as a possible change that it's going to become a crime if you tamper with, and I'm doing air quotes here for tamper, and I'm going to do air quotes for, a system, part or component of a vehicle intended for the road. So this isn't just covering bikes, it's covering cars as it's well. Covering right? vehicle, it's covering right? everything. Yeah. However, so essentially what it means is no more OEM, non-OEM parts, right? So if you want to replace an exhaust or whatever, it needs to be an OEM part, right? And the reason that they're trying to do this is to protect the vehicle's emission standards and autonomous vehicles. Because we're... Practically bumping any autonomous vehicles here in the world at the minute. So autonomous mm. vehicles, I get. If you accidentally nick a wire or dislodge a processor or something, the the disaster, the, the kind of knock-on impacts could be disastrous. Because <laughs> you'd be cruising down the road, half yes. sleeping, going, "It's okay, the car's driving, it's smash, fine. smash." I exactly. And it's what, not what do you mean? You change the front re- front sensing camera I, I, for a nick-on. <laughs> For a for an Insta three sixty for what a Polaroid <laughs> exactly. So I get that that makes total sense. And again, we're not exactly flooded with autonomous vehicles. Never mind autonomous bikes. We certainly don't have any autonomous humans at the minute. Just no. the way I was getting dodging the, the idiots in cars, you know, <laughs> yesterday. However, emission standards. Now currently there is no emissions test for a bike when it leaves the factory. Right, so you actually don't know what the initial measurement is when it left the factory or when it left the production Aye. line. So instead, they need to rely on what the manufacturers have said that the you mean the emissions should be, and I'm doing air quotes again, should be on the bike. Yeah, yep. right. And we can all trust manufacturers. <coughs> you mean remember Volkswagen? Volkswagen were the they were the the epitome of um, of honesty. Aye, not a, not a mendacious <laughs> claim in their in their whole um, press release. No, allegedly. Um, we'll just do that cover ourselves yep. allegedly allegedly, now, allegedly yeah. this inability to you can measure that is already causing problems in London with the ultra low emission zones aye so how do you think that's going to be any different if they just suddenly blanket it and how are they going to police it how are they going to fine it it's just stupidity right Matt if you're listening or I know you will be listening I mean you're probably out with the dogs listening and you're probably fist pumping and preaching because I know you're probably in the same boat as me because you you like an old bike and you've been non-OEM parts on certain old bikes is just impossible motorcycle action group 
okay, are encouraging bikers to respond to these proposals. And I don't know how they want us to respond to these proposals. You know I mean, by ma- mass march or mass demonstration, I don't know. My funny feeling is, is that shortly there's going to be some sort you of could, petition you thrown yeah. up. You could send a skid mark to your MP. Thank you. It was a long pause for a, a long pause, I, yeah. I was weighing up whether that was actually worth Absolutely. it or not. Absolutely. Of course it was. Of course it was. But Matt's question is, is, what do we think about it? Well, I think it's nonsense. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know if you were expecting anything different, Matt, but I'm uh, telling you right now. I think we both I, think it's stupidity. But I don't disagree with it. I don't disagree with the, with the, with the, with the change in things that can affect your emissions and stuff like that. But but you you must be able to change things, right? You own that bike. I mean, that's like a case of saying, I've bought a bike, but I'm not allowed to do anything with the thing that I own. Oh, I don't think so, pal. What is this? What is this <laughs> n- nanny state nonsense? It's just taking that, going that bit too far with your, with your, your sense of, you know, oh, just, you know, what's, what's going to be next? Is it going to be a case of we're going to end up in a sci-fi movie where we're all wearing the same uniform? It's going to be a squid game. Like, uh, government's going to turn around and say, well, actually, I've just decided that everybody's to wear a beige tracksuit bottoms and we've put a big blue V in the front and the, pla- the tracksuit top and that's what we're all wearing because it looks good. And you cannot change that because you live in a utopian. Not utopian. <laughs> that's definitely dystopian. Dystopian. Uh, dystopian. You, you, you live in this dystopian unless you're, like, unless, you're a f- <coughs> unless you're a foreign lover of beige. With Vs. With a wee V. Um, but I, I just think it's just, you're right, it's like, and as you, who can who can police it anyway? You know, all all, all it will be is people will then waste so much time with the police and with all these kind of things. As you get the noise, the neighbour who doesn't like your bike because it's a bit noisy phones up the police and says, "I'm just like to point out that Mister Smith next door has actually got some illegal parts in his bike." And the police will come out and run and write you a ticket and all that, and then you have to go through the courts and you have to prove that you've no illegal parts to your bike and blah 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 blah, blah and it costs the country loads of money. Oh, because um, somebody who's got a driverless bus doesn't isn't allowed to change a few, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry, but <laughs> see what you started, Matt. I know. See what sorry, you started. Matt. I think it's just it, oh, it's oh, your liberty. Yep. You own the bike. You can do what you want with the bike. The other thing is, is it's going to put a lot of small companies up, isn't it? I totally. Do you mean it's a lot of little? See if they turned around and said, "We we we just need to make sure that everything that you put on your bike is is a registered part that's been agreed. You know, it's got some sort of British standard to it. If only we had something like the British standard system, that'd be a great thing to have. That would be. That'd be great if we had something like that. You could make it like you could make it so that it looks like we kite. Or we kite a little. We can like double ice cream or something. Aye, you could do that. It would be a great idea if you're listening, uh, British government. Think maybe think about introducing something like that because it might just be what you're looking for here you know you know the things are manufactured to a standard that you know are going to be fine are going to do what they say in the tin that would be great wouldn't that be amazing if we had a system like that I'm now starting to think Matt sent this in because he knows it's going to wind us up I think maybe it is (laughs) what he's going to do is he's going to send a message next week going actually that wasn't really a true story no actually it was a true story because I looked at it and read it three times to go this is a wind up was it April no, no, it was definitely October. It was, what? Was this on the Daily Match website? Was it? No, no. If only. It was on an actual reputable... Rep, reputable. That's the one. Yeah, I honestly, just think... It's just... It's another another one of these things where uh, it's a nanny state uh, know, over, over-policing of... Oh, Again, just, if your bike's that old and you're putting... Or if you're putting non-OEM parts on it, it's because... Yeah, it'll be... 
maybe li- the likes of a set of pipes is because you kind of like them loud. You know I mean loud pipes his lives all yep. that? It may mm. be because you can't get an OEM part for it anymore, mm-hmm. right? But either way, nine times out of ten, it's going to have to pass an MOT. Aye, and exactly. an MOT is getting emissions test. I know. If only, if only we, and the MOT. Here's another thing. If only we could, you know, guarantee that something like an MOT was standardised and and monitored by the government. If that was the case, then you know you wouldn't need these. Oh wait a minute. That's right. That's right. Right. Okay. Aye. Anyway. So um, for in my, in my opinion, just no. Just go on. You no, know, do that. Who <laughs> no? Just. I will keep my eye. And Matt probably will keep his eye on this, and we'll see where this Although develops. I, I did notice in the article that that had been tried before. They had tried to do it before, and Aye. it get, and it get kicked into kicked touch. into touch as well. Um, and it, it's it's just that typical. We've got this blanket idea, and and whilst the idea in principle probably is a great idea for the autonomous market when it becomes a thing, it's not even a thing anymore at the minute. What is it? No. There's a couple of buses go from an airport to a bus station, and that's about it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Ah, you know? yes. I remember the Volvo guys that when they went, oh, we're going to show you an autonomous car uh-huh. and how it, it can accelerate away and it can ju- it can sense when the car's there and they've got to switch on and it's smashed into the whatever it was they were trying to follow. So uh-huh. it's like, mm-hmm, yep, yep, again, <coughs> autonomous, but yeah, still that, programmed and, and, by a human being. And, and none of the parts in that Volvo were OEM parts. Well, that would have failed the missions. Exactly. That would have got... Exactly. by the police. You know, I'm going to take my wee leather bag out. I'm going to put it in a bed with a wee cushion, and I'm going to rest my case. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I'm on the ball. I'm on the ball. Setting up that joke as well. I know. I'm on the ball. Feverishly nodding away, going. Eh, mm, eh, mm, <laughs> Press the button. 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 You're in charge of buttons next week. But anyway, that was listeners' corner. Yes, which I actually quite enjoyed the fact that people are taking the time to message into us. Absolutely, if you want to go here, we'd love to hear more listeners' corner. So yes, Mm -hmm. if you want to shout out or if you want to remain anonymous, we'll quite happily keep you anonymous. Um, But if you want to shout out and you you want a little point or something you want us to get upset about and rant about, send it in. Absolutely, that's what what gets my goat. You know what gets my goat, sir. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Listeners' corner. Do we got REM? That's us in the corner. That's us. Do you keep goats? <laughs> Hello. It's now time for the news. <laughs> oh. Anyway, just before we start the news, I got a little follow up again from last week. Sorry, I thought. Oh, follow up. Follow up. Sorry, no, I thought just maybe we, we broke random. You're a bit oh. upset there. Yeah? No. No. <clears throat> okay. I went before we started. That's fine. Uh, the Honda NT1100 that we talked about, yes. uh, it looks like we're going to get it in November this year. Talk about quick pace. I did see that myself, funnily enough, and it's um, Aye. Uh, and it, it seems to be quite a lot of what we talked about. Yeah. It, it kind of does. It's almost like we're either intuitive or we knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently we're going to get it in November. Um, also, on electric bikes, we forgot to mention last week that if you're a CBT holder, I say last week, last episode, but you knew what it meant. If you're a CBT holder, then you can get equivalent electric 125s. Um, just take a look. The little Sokos, which I've never ridden one, purely mm. because our friend Scott at Harley-Davidson is desperate for me to get my slightly large frame, rounded frame on top on of a little Soko, which would look <coughs> 
ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm desperate to be there when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be good video if content, fo- won't it? Yeah. And you can follow in the verses. Mm. Uh, but yeah, anyway, have a look at the. There's loads of the different. There's, you mean that's there, Artisan are there. There's loads of little electric scooter companies or bike mm-hmm. companies that. I've got a few in West Coast as well, sitting about. Aye, and some of them they do look quite nice. If I was again slightly smaller, then I would definitely be. Um, I, I, I mean, there was a couple that looked quite kind of mutt like in terms of nice leather seats and all that. And aye, there's a wee kind of adventure style aye. one that's just come in, so um, definitely, definitely worth a look. And then last on the electric front, um, it's another point we never touched on last week because we were solely focused on electric. But Kawasaki is actually currently looking at a hybrid bike. Sorry, a what hybrid? How big is that going to be? I have no it's idea. Got have, it's got to have a, a battery pack and an engine. I don't know how they're going to do the that. I mean, no idea. I, you know when you get a hybrid car and you've not got a boot because the battery's in the boot because the engine's in the, in the front? I know. What's that going to be? I know. And also, I, I'm going to pick up, this is going to cross be kind of touching up, touching up? No. Touching on from the last episode yeah. and Listener's Corner. Um, also, we were, we were right royally pulled up last week when we kept saying about the Leaf and paying 30 grand for a, a, an electric car. Um, our good friend of the show, um, Fitz, Brian, yep. uh, he said, actually, you can get an MG1 cheaper. You get an MG electric car cheaper. So there you go. And I totally forgot all about MG. That's Look right, aye. So they're actually quite nice, isn't they? So there you go. MG, MG, well, they're Chinese. They just, they just bought the badge, didn't they? Really? Aye. I, I did say, you know what I mean? We were only purposely picking on the leaf mm-hmm. because it's the leaf, but we were kind of picking on the leaf because it was a leaf. But anyway, so that was just a couple of little updates just on last time. Let's move on to the, the new stuff. Yes. Okay, what have we got? So we've got a new Suzuki coming in. A mm. GSX GT. So not long ago, Suzuki updated the GSS, GXS S1000. Well, now they've decided to produce a GT, a sports tourer. Mm. That looks nice. So let's get the specs out of the way first. Yeah. 150 brake horsepower with 106 newton meters of torque. So that's nice. From the 999cc in line 4. 226 kilos weight and a sight heat a sight heat a sight heat a sight heat duly noted listeners that is not my typing no that's that's, that's my brain in. <clears throat> a sight heat so that means that when you when you when you put it on sight it's got a wee heater by the size of it no with, uh, with a seat height that's the one that's it <laughs> of 810 millimeters which i could probably just about do ah easy yeah um lightweight assisted clutch cruise control Six and a half inch TFT dash with smartphone connectivity. Always like a wee TFT dash, don't you? Well, <coughs> I'm I like a round. I've gave I you like a, a round four inch TFT dash. One in particular. Well, talk you, about that later. Aye. Although <coughs> in terms of TFT dashes, you've got the ultimate update this week. Excellent. On TFT dashes, when we we'll go there, good. We'll get there in a minute. Absolutely. Uh, full LED lighting all round. Uh, Suzuki's SIRS Intelligent Riding System Electronics Kit, KYB suspension that's adjustable, manually adjustable forks, Brembo brakes, and all the usual things that you would expect by one of the big manufacturers. Now, we've got a wee picture of it, which is actually really, really nice, right? It's really lovely. Um, uh, I've always liked Suzuki's. My first bike was a Suzuki, so I've got a wee soft spot for you do, I. Suzuki's, to be aye. fair. Um, it's in blue. It's a beautiful, nice colour of blue as aye. well. Um, so we'll um, take a wee look at that and have a look at that on your Googly. Google it, folks, and have a wee look at that. Nice wee sports tourer. And I um, can imagine that with like a big box in the back and panniers and stuff. It would look really cool. Aye. Scooting about the road. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> um, how have they made the GSX into a sports tourer then? I hear you ask. 
How did he make it into a sports tutor, Ian? I'm, well, I'm glad you asked that and I'm glad I heard it, Ian. Because uh, a lot of it just seems to be straight off the GSX. GXSS. I'm not reading my... What's <laughs> happening here? Uh, straight off the GXS. you got dirt on your glasses. I've got dirt on my glasses. Glass. Straight off the GXSS. See, I don't like saying SS. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it, is. it just sounds wrong. What, GXSS? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we'll say no more than that Well they've given it a more upright riding position And the fairings are altered to provide the right level of weather protection It's quite a nice big Kind of bigger screen hasn't it Is that screen movable do you think It looks as if it might have a wee hinge on it Based on that picture there Looks like it might alter up slightly yeah. uh, Bars and footrests have additional rubber to reduce vibrations The seat is redesigned to provide more comfort over longer distances uh, And even the pillion has some consideration with the seat and new grab rails um, the windscreen has been fully designed in a wind tunnel in order to provide greater aerodynamics, which you can increase if you pay the extra for the bigger version. So um, that'll give you a bit more protection in the wind. And with a 19-litre tank, expected to take you 194 miles between stops and starting at only 11,599. No bad, actually. That's not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm not... There was no I- irony or sarcasm in anything. No, 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 that's you know? actually... Pretty, pretty decent. It looks like a decent proposition, but it's only competition at that price bracket, being the Kawasaki Ninja 1000 SX. Which is a lovely bike. That is a lovely bike. As long as you like green. <coughs> as long as you like green. <laughs> or the Yamaha Tracer 900 GT. Which again, a solid reliable yeah, bike. You know. So um, 11599 you know, you're certainly um, saving a few quid on your Triumphs and things like that, that ilk. So, um, and it is, it is a lovely looking bike, especially like the blue wheels. And their UK press launch for this bike, where obviously all your mm-hmm. kind of press junkies and YouTubers and all that <coughs> were taking them out, they actually all did it at Fort William. Yeah. Oh, did they? Uh, did yes. Fort William. I do think that, um, um, you know, if, if all our listeners, if you could do us a favour and all our listeners tell someone else, tell three other people, once you've listened to this podcast, all about us and <laughs> see... Just so that we can get out on bikes. Just so that we can get out on bikes. <laughs> But because if we get out in bikes, then we tell you about the bikes firsthand, as you're about to find out from a particular bike, and that will then allow you to make a far more informed decision from an average biker, not from a journalist, not from somebody that's going to spout their, the the press releases or are paid or you know are sponsored by the you know what, you know when you watch a YouTube video and you can tell somebody's talking about this amazing camera and you go and you buy the camera and you're going it's alright. And then you realise that actually it's a sponsored thing. We are independent, um, autonomous, (laughs) not independent, (laughs) uh, uh, you know, average bikers. As we say, the whole premise of this podcast is we are average bikers and we will give you our honest opinion as... We don't bow to no one. We don't bow to no one. Um, If you're a manufacturer, listen, give us a shout. We'll see what we can do. (laughs) (laughs) Quite happy to sell our souls. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, no, we're not. No, <laughs> I do like that Suzuki. It looks like a nice bike. Aye. I've watched a couple of the guys who took them out again. I mean, I tend not to subscribe to people who are in that ilk. So, people who go out and just kind of go, Oh, this bike's so amazing when you can yeah. tell they're having problems with it, those people get quickly unsubscribed. Um, but the guys that I've watched it, think it you mean, it looks like it looks like a Looks like a nice machine, so ooh, nice, very nice. Anyway, um, Mail is it Mail M A H L E, the powertrain company? Mm-hmm. They have they've got a battery development again. Uh, why am I getting all the? Uh, I don't know why because I actually 
I actually structured it so and gave myself this. I don't know why, uh-huh. but I think it was more bothered about the next story and you get the next story. Uh, I know. That's going to change, I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, there's new development in the electric space. Mail, the powertrain company, as we just said, have been working with Allotrope Energy uh, and they're working on a new battery. Allotrope, that's a good word, isn't it? Oh, Allotrope. Allotrope. I think if you can if you can <coughs> if you can do your T's and your R's properly, which being Scottish is very difficult. But Allotrope. Allotrope. They are working, albeit initially, on a little scooter battery, right? That uses traditional lithium ion, but they're building in supercapacitors, which sounds like it's something that the you mean Bond villain has built in a volcano somewhere? Mr. Bond, I have a set of super compositors. Compositors? Honestly, I'm just going to stop talking. Where did that? Compositors? Sea bass with freaking lasers. <laughs> um, but Mal are calling them hybrids, which again is just going to confuse things, but they believe that this technology um, will mean that the battery can run at higher temperature because obviously it's these supercapacitors. Warning, warning, exactly. melted Gore-Tex legs, warning. Uh, but again, but this is for charging mm. specifically. So it can run at high temperatures while still remaining stable. So what it means is is that you can feed them higher current. And if you can feed them higher current, that means you get faster charging time. And it also means that you don't need to have a whole load of cooling in it or battery management systems and stuff, so they can still keep them relatively small. Clever bit of tech, okay? Can, now, you, can you explain a bit more about the chemistry and upside behind it at all? Not a chance, but I will try my best. Now, I'm not going to try and explain the battery anode or the high-capacity electric double-layer capacitor separated by an organic electrolyte just because... We had a Top Gun moment the minute I read it because it went. <laughs> it was like Ghost Rider. No, the pattern's full. Well, I, th- I think you'll find that it's actually a relatively simple sound. <laughs> if you don't know, it, if you don't know it now, you'll never know it. <laughs> but I'm going to break it down and give you the practical benefit of it. So let's take that small scooter battery. Let's say a 500 watt hour battery that. Maybe it's good for like 10 mile range, right? Because again, they'll start small and then they'll scale it up. This <coughs> is currently used in the cities, right? In little renter scooters and all that kind of stuff. Currently, they take 30 minutes to charge. With this technology, right? 90 to 120 seconds oh, see, there you to go. charge. Okay. That's your dinner. There's your dinner right there. Now that's 94% faster, right? So, doing a wee bit of math, right? Because math I can do. Chemistry and organic electrolytes, I'm useless at. But if we scale that up, right? Then a four hour charge on, let's say, a zero or an energy car, live wire, whatever. That four hour charge with this technology, if they scale the battery up to run the bike in the same size, would now take 15 minutes. Full charge of 15 minutes. And again, that's all theoretically speaking. They still need to obviously go and prove it. And then yeah, and it doesn't blow up. And it doesn't exactly. Leak However, toxic chemicals all over your boots. But aye, and forget the infrastructure and all that mm. kind of stuff. Right? But if they can develop that battery and then scale it up successfully, that's more like it. Aye. If you can get a, a 15 minute mm. charge, I would have, it's even a fast charge at 15 minutes I'd take. Do you know what I mean? Where you have the big DC 
Aye. Um, you know I mean, level for phase three takes chargers. Takes you to 80, 90%, Aye. 85%, boom. 15 minutes and I go 80 or 90%. I would be delighted. Never mind, like, cutting down a four-hour charge mm-hmm. to 15 minutes. That's just, that could be the future. Because then you think about it, you go into a petrol station, plug your bike in, assuming it's got the right charger and you can get connected and pay for it and you don't need to download an app, etc, etc, that we've discussed. Mm-hmm. But assuming you can go in, tap, plug it in and it takes 15 minutes, by the time you go in, get a drink, drink it, go to the toilet and come back out, your bike's charged. It's nearly as quick as putting fuel in. Just about, aye, yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? So, fingers crossed <coughs> that pans out and it's no... Another kind of one of these ones that go, oh, we tried it and it didn't work. And actually, it blew up a small corner of a research factory in Berlin or Prague or wherever they're based out of. Anyway, right. I'm starting to feel like I'm going to go on a rant somewhere. I know. I'm, I don't uh, think there's anything else in here that we need to rant about, though. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. Is there? The next, the next section I'm going to rant about. Right, okay. We have right. a big rant. Oh, I'm going to really rant. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. Well, <laughs> I may be a wee bit of a rant in there. Just right, okay. Well, let's see how that pans out. Let's see how it pans I'll out. Get, I'll get ready on the anti-rant button. Okay, have you got an anti-rant button? No. No, okay, fine, that's fine. Good. Okay, so, with the latest Bond... Have you seen the latest Bond movie? No, not yet. Yeah. I was supposed to go last week when I was off, but... I've seen it twice. Have you? <laughs> I've been to see it twice, right? Uh, not because I desperately wanted to see it twice, although it was good seeing it for a second time and seeing all the wee bits and pieces. Ah, the Easter eggs. The Easter eggs, not right. But because um, uh, the latest Bond movie is in the cinemas, um, the last for Mr. Daniel Craig, um, Triumph, have a Bond bike for sale. And no, before before you think, when we've not gone back a few months and talking about the Scrambler, this is a new Bond bike they've got for sale. Yeah, because it's Scrambler. So, Scrambler went. It's gone, right? Um, and probably these ones have probably all gone by now. And it must have been almost all gone. Have they not? No. No. And this is where my rant's going to go. Because I knew that they hadn't even... I, was just, I knew you were going to tell me that. <coughs> because, because I kept looking and going, oh, I really want that bike. And no, because... And don't get me wrong, the bike... Well, we'll come at that at the end. Well, you carry on. But this, this, is, this is sometimes what gets me with companies, right? And you know I'm a Triumph fan. Yes. Right? But it's like... The one thing that annoys me about watching a Bond film or a Mission Impossible film or all that is the obvious product placement. Do you know oh, what I mean? oh it's you know what I mean? And uh, and everything, you know. But the the whole Bond thing now, right? Everywhere you turn there's a company selling something to do with this Bond film. Aye. And and I thought Triumph were better than that. I thought they were better than that. But no. No, no. <laughs> They've done it. They've brought out a limited edition scrambler. I thought that's a really cool idea and it looks amazing and it's you know and yep, you know that iconic bit in the trailer where he jumps up the, the stairs and the, the trium- top or something. And the triumph the, the triumph was quite I don't want to say understated. Yeah, it's quite but, subtle. But if you, they, if you they, didn't they, know it was a triumph they, then they downplayed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it wasn't a glaring uh-huh. You know I mean, hi, I'm a trial. Yeah, exactly. But the Triumph Scrambler looked really, really good, right? Aye. I think, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty subtly um, liveried and all that, and and all these kind of things, yeah. So, but this one, we'll talk about it in a minute. But this one is a is a this is to me this is the Bond bike for folk with no subtlety whatsoever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's me. I know, <clears throat> and I just think to myself. You know, if <laughs> if you've got it, you're going out with the Glasgow 
the Glasgow bikers, right? And you're going out for a, a, a run, and you know, and you're, you're at, you rock up in your, your BMW, um, or your, your Triumph or whatever, you know, just standard street cup twin, you know, you'd rock up in your Harley, whatever. You know, you rock up, you got on the bike, but if you rocked up in this, I'm sure there'd be hundreds of folk going, hey, who's that Walper? <laughs> I, mean? I guarantee you, right? The first time you rocked up on that, a reasonable, even like 10 or 12, he's gone out in a uh, bike run. You rocked up on that, the first 15 minutes of the run, but you wouldn't even be around. The first 15 minutes of the car park are going to be, what kind of bike's that again? Uh, what's that? What's that? Is that for a movie, that bike? Uh, <coughs> you would Excellent. get it right royally at that, uh, do you? Absolutely. However, before we're talking, talking any great detail about it, right, because we've, we've picked it up to be, to be an awful one. It's no awful, it's just... It's just that whole, uh, we're going to just try and sell you something else. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> um, when they don't need to. They don't need to do another one, you know. Anyway, first let's look at some of the bikes that have been used in previous Bond movies because there's been a lot of Bond movies, 25 of them, and, you know, there's been a few bikes kicking about in a few of them. Do you know what I mean? So let's start with 1965 Thunderball, one of my particular favourite Bond movies, to be honest. Mm. And that was a gold BSA A65L Lightning. Splendid, splendid. Um, in 1977, the Spy Who Loves Me. Tell me about a jump here. There's only one decent motorbike in the whole of Sean Connery's movies. Aye. Really, right? I know. 1977, Spy Who Loved Me. So a brief glimpse of a Kawasaki Z900 with a sidecar as it chased the famous Lotus Esprit. And the, prob- and the problem with that one is, is uh, again, I was n- I'm was i like you, uh, uh, Sean Connery, best Bond. I would say Daniel Craig close second. The, uh, Roger Moore, I didn't really get. The Spy Who Loved Me was a good movie. I'm going to be dead. You, you know, I'm, I say this to everybody. I love Timothy Dalton's Bond. Aye. aye t- I, I, it's, it's, I, I, he didn't get a fair crack at it. He didn't get a fair crack at it. And he is the Daniel Craig before Daniel Craig. He yeah. was dark and edgy at the wrong time when yeah. they didn't want dark and edgy. So Absolutely. Anyway, but yeah, so if you haven't gone back and revisited the Timothy Dalton Bonds, go back and revisit them. They are aye. definitely edgy. Okay. But you would never have noticed that Kawasaki purely because everybody was so focused on that Lotus Esprit. Exactly, yeah. So... We should be getting. I should be getting you to sing the theme tunes as we say it. All right. Go let go. Thunderball. I don't remember what Thunderball was. Tom Jones. No. Was it? I have Tom Jones. Yeah. All right. Okay. We never got. Anyway, right. Spy who loved me. What was the spy who loved me? Was that uh, heavens above me? The spy who loved me. Carly Simon. Carly Simon. Um, For your eyes only. Eyes only. Who was that? Sang that. Was that Shirley? Don't know. Shane Easton. Oh. No, nah, it may be. Anyway, anyway um, Yamaha XT500 heading down an Italian bobsleigh. And that was a, a really good scene, actually. Aye, aye. That was a good scene, yeah. <clears throat> but then the whole Roger Moore stuff was all about big, stupid, out, the, out there, ridiculous gadgets. That was oh, a thematic aye. thing about it. It's yeah. like the old joke when Roger Moore gets stopped with the police. Yeah. I mean, any idea what gear you were in? That was in a lime green safari suit. <laughs> exactly. Um, Golden <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good story. Um, is the, I, I can never know how to pronounce that. What's that? Go- Goldeneye? Yeah. It's Goldeneye. No, no, I can't open it. It's Goldeneye. It's the Kajiva. 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 Kajiva, yeah. W16. Oh, wait, wait a minute. With a Goldeneye. Tina. Tina. Tina Turner. Nice one. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then, of course, Tomorrow Never Dies was that amazing BMW. I mean, everybody loved that BMW, the 12. I may bother that BMW. Who's on the thing? Was that Madonna? Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, tomorrow Never Dies. That's a good shout, actually. Um, I'll Google that. Tomorrow Never Dies. That's I think it was Madonna. I think it was Madonna. I, do was you want, Madonna? Bro, let's Google it while we're going I'll through. I'll Google it. <coughs> yeah. um, Quantum of Solace. Um, 
didn't they have a theme? I don't think did it. No, it did have. It must have had a theme. They've always a brown theme. Was that was in the Sam Smith oh, one? Was it? No, Chris Cornell. No, that was Casino Royale. Chris Cornell was Casino was Royale. So yeah, it is. yeah, that's a belter there. Oh, white. No, uh, white stripes. Was it the white? Oh, I think it was oh, a white right, stripes. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yep. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, uh, in the corner of the Montezza Cota Four RT. 2012 for Skyfall. Hot a Skyfall. Let it come on, you go. Adele, of course. Uh, it was a Honda CRF 250, and this one had Bond riding over narrow rooftops oh, in I Turkey. I remember that. And if you watch it really closely, the CGI is actually really bad, <laughs> and you can tell that they've stuck Daniel Craig's face on your stuntman. If you watch it really, you know, get the Blu-ray or the 4K version and watch it really closely, and it's like probably... You know, it's all an instant, but if you're if you're looking for it, the CGI is brilliantly bad in it. Oh. And then, of course, there's Spectre. That was Sam Smith, wasn't it? That was Sam Smith, that's right. Mm. Uh, and that was the Norton Dommer racer. I would I would sing that, but that in was two a, piece blocks. Yeah, mm. that was <laughs> that was a blinking miss. It was in Q's lab, and it was being worked on uh, with a machine gun strapped to it. I know the the gun, no the breeze blocks. Aye, and that was <clears> that, aye. And in fairness, right, that um that probably was a a nomen of what was to come. Yeah, with Norton, but. So this brings up the latest instalment, yep. No Time to Die, right? Who sings No Time to Die theme tune? Billy Eilish. Well done, well done. And Bond has gone all British again. Um, a, 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 we've oh, got it down oh, here as British. a spoiler, right? The latest movie is called No Time... That's not a spoiler. Some posters everywhere. That's no, I just, meant, I just meant that there might be spoilers when uh, we talk about the bike there, and where it's placed. There, there may be spoilers about it, but actually... Probably not really, yeah. But we'll, we'll if we do spoil by mistake, then we apologise. Yeah, a movie called No Time to Die features um, Time Scrambler twelve hundred and the Tiger nine hundred. So now there is good news and bad news. Yeah, the bad news is Triumph made a number of Scrambler twelve hundred Bond special editions for sale back in April twenty twenty, and they're all gone. Aye. They're sold out instantly. That's how for, that's how yeah. quick they went, and and they were amazing, right? Yeah, Aye. absolutely, yeah. Good news, they've released a Tiger 900 Bond edition, and there are some left. Tomorrow Never Dies, Cheryl Crow. So it was. Uh, do, you know, do you know what was really bad? I was listening to that in the car yesterday, and I actually said, that's tomorrow, that's uh, Cheryl Crow. And, uh, Madonna <coughs> was dying another day. So it was. Sorry. Right. Right. Anyway, anyway Living Daylights, who did that? Just with love. Duran Duran. Duran Duran, yep. Duran Duran, yep. And that was a bad music video. Ah, it was terrible. Um, but, but, Grace, but Grace Jones. <coughs> what a... What a Placement that was for a movie. Yes, that's that's I that's a uh, opening opening credits and a half. So good news, they have released the Tiger Nine Hundred One Edition, and there are some left. Yeah, that's the good news. There are some left. The bad news is there's probably a reason there's some left. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's not true actually, it's and, and it's, it's really harsh because I actually want one as well, but only because it's Bond, and you know I like my Bond, right? It comes in matte sapphire black, so it's that kind of stealth. Sold. So, yep. I was sold at matte <coughs> sapphire black, and I love I love that type of type of paint mark, but it's got 007 graphics and an aluminium handlebar clamp with a limited edition number on it, right? But, um, a but the the graphics are quite in your face. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's it's you know bronze right up the side of the tank. tank yeah, 007. and and that and that to me is like a bit of a to me is the sellout bit of it because it's like, you know. 
something say like you get something stuck to a wee 007 engraved into here or something like that you know or you people know, have been beaten up for less than Glasgow City Centre for, aye, if you took that through Glasgow City you'd be, you'd be laughed at the tune aye, aye. and if and <clears> if you stopped at any point you'd get dragged off it and went oh are you a spy are you boot? Yeah, exactly aye I'll show you a spy <laughs> uh, the seat also has 007 branding on it but you kind of see that, that's nice and subtle do you know what I mean aye, um, and it says Bond edition yeah which I quite like yeah absolutely but, um, the seats are heated as well the coolest feature though and I do think this is amazing Yep, you're absolutely right. Oh, this is this is just this just is like bike, this is bike porn. Yeah, this is the, the there's a special 007 animation in the TFT, which includes the certificate of authenticity. I know, so and and then including the certificate of authenticity, the bike comes in at sixteen fifty, right? Sixteen five hundred, sixteen thousand five hundred. Yep. But, but let's let's but, let's but, go back right, to that TFT yeah. startup. But the TFT startup, and you you go online and look it up, right? It is literally the the gun barrel. With 007 coming up and everything, it's just it's like so good. It's so 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 cool. Now my brother, my brother's got a Mondeo, right? A Ford Mondeo, and one of the things that's really cool about the Ford Mondeo, there's not very much, but the one thing that's cool about it is, is that you can change the picture in your TFT screen. Can you? You can. You can actually upload. It's a bit of a footer, he says, because you've got to get the right dimensions and everything and, 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 and put aye. the JPEG in. But you can put the JPEG in. So currently he's driving around with the Ghostbuster sign in the back of his TFT, right? On his Ford Mondeo, right? So it's a cool wee feature. And I wish other cars did that and let you do that kind of... Or bike TFTs. Yeah, but bike TFTs, if you could, if you could, you know, bring in a kind of customization option for a bike TFT. Because you know what we're like? We're big, we're big aye, wins. We're big wins, <clears throat> you know? Or if you could do your aim wee start-up. Aye, we animation you know thing. We animation yep. startup. So, um, the, but and the double seven TFT startup just looks. And you guarantee, right? If you could do any wee start traction, everybody at some point would do the bond one. Of course, they would. Yeah. It guaranteed. Do mm. you know what I mean? Even Triumph, if Triumph made that, it's just a downloadable yeah. option. Do you know what I mean? Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you paid fifty quid for it, I would pay fifty quid for my TFT to start up with the with the whole. <sighs> In the the barrel double seven. Yep, I would quit. I wouldn't get tired of watching that. No, so so for all it's um, it looks a wee bit of a sellout in my opinion. You know, you got a big double seven logo on the side, which is great if it's a if it's a Wayne's bike. But when it's a big grown up bike, you you know you want to just gonna tie it down a wee bit in my opinion. Nope, <clears throat> but I like it. Including the garishly 007 splatter up the side. I yeah, don't care. So, no, no, I so, don't care if I get the living daylights kicked at me. For hey, having it. Thank you very much. That's, I would still that's it. have it. Well, I'm a bit more of a doctor, no, on that one. All right. So, <laughs> um, but you know, you know, they're they're, they're going to sell. Do you know what I mean? And uh, you know, seems to be with these limited editions. Once they're all sold, they've all just got value. You know. So, aye, that's the thing. Yeah. Again, it's one of the ones. It's up there with the. It's a bit Steve of a, a, bit of a Midas, a bit of like kind of Midas touch with these kind of things. A bit like a Goldfinger. Thanks so much. So. Uh, <laughs> That's so bad, you know. Um, but to be honest, if I had that, I'd probably just keep it in the garage, and it'd just be for mine and for your eyes only. So can we stop doing that now? <laughs> <laughs> that button's gonna break. <laughs> there we go. So yeah. So um, yeah, um, it, but I, to be honest, though, it's a Triumph Tiger, and it's probably not got a low version, so I couldn't got on it anyway. So right. what does it matter? I'm never going to get one. I can never sit on it. <laughs> you could just keep it in there and just go. Mm, yeah, that's nice. Watch you start <laughs> up and then turn it off again. <laughs> There we go. 
carry on. Shall we move on? <laughs> that went a whole different side of ways <laughs> through what I was going. You thought I was just going to go? Yeah, I love it. I was all like, mm, yeah, you know. No, I thought it would be on. I thought you'd be on the fence. With it. I uh, genuinely th- did think you'd be on the fence. With coming, it. coming from the man who's ordered a Playmobil Aston Martin, do you know what I mean? I know, uh, you but, know but it's. I know, but you you've got little little Easter eggs on your bike with yes. the Batman thing. Yep. But they are subtle. Yeah. That is like in your face. It's like 007. In case you didn't know, this bike <clears throat> was a 007 bike. Yeah. To me, that bike's more like a Roger Moore 007 film than a Daniel Craig 007 film. In your face. I think it's made a bit of pre- I think it's a bit more pre- Pierce Brosnan. Uh, do you know what? I'll, go it, with, I'll give you Pierce Brosnan because he did have an invisible car which was ridiculous. So yeah. Okay. Aye. And it's a bit, you mean, it's all right, does it? It's a, underneath. It's it's decent, but needs a bit of work on you. Like. Right, jumping on, MCN the motorcycle news guys. Uh, I've actually tested the new Yamaha R7. So our good friends at MCN finally got their hands on the new R7 for testing. Ahead of it going on sale later next month, Chief Road Tester Michael Neves gives us his review. So let's remind ourselves. Of the facts. Here is the facts. New R7 comes in at £8,200. It's an 800... 800? It's no, it's 689cc. I passed on my affliction today. 689cc parallel twin, 72-brake horsepower with 49 foot-pound of torque, a wet weight... What's that in newton meters? It's about 70-something. Okay. Uh, 88 kilograms wet oh, and that's a lightly thing yes and that's holding a 13 liters of fuel in its tank it's got a seat height of 835 who standard you might get a short person version uh, fully adjustable forks single shock adjustable for preload and rebound now our own controversial Colin big shout out to Colin who wasn't convinced he wasn't sure who it was for and at the outset the same question was asked by MCN is it for that younger rider is it for the older guy who just wants a bit of fun maybe a bit more comfort with lowish clip-on bars highish pegs it had a touch of traditional sports bike without you being all kind of crunched up in like a fetal position while going on the bike with a generously padded seat and decent wind protection a day's riding kind of breezed by for, for Michael Neves in terms of power, if you're used to something more powerful, then it's, and I quote, only when you get to warp speed end does the speedo of the speedo do you actually notice it. Now, the initial takeoff is steady as it runs through the revs. As for handling, well, we all know the MT-07 was a well-balanced bike, and they've taken a lot of that, and they've learned a lot mm-hmm. of that, and they've put it, obviously, into the R7. Um, but the Yamaha has obviously beefed up a bit, in the kind of key areas, which has again improved that handling, um, especially when you start to push the R7 to the limits. So here's Michael's official verdict. The R7 shows you don't need lots of power to have fun. The bike has a real appetite for corners and is a perfect machine for new riders. Mm. While it lacks some of the power and the brakes could be slightly better, it's a bike that gives you the purity of riding without scaring yourself silly. As you would expect, it's well built, it's handsome and comfortable. But best of all, it's half the price of an R1 and twice the fun on the road. That's what he said. 
That's now, quite that's quite that's quite nice, isn't it? To to give new riders a bit of excitement and a an affordable public relatively insurable. Aye. And we obviously had this conversation months ago mm-hmm. when controversial column was in. That it was just a, we don't quite know who it's for. Why would you know just buy that? And the R six was definitely more I mean, the outgoing R6 was definitely a lot more powerful than But I have to remember, so controversial Colin is a bit of a nutter, a bit of a speed freak. Ah, he is. You know what I mean? He really, he, he, all, he, all he wants to do is go fast. But he had a, po- but he had a point, you know what I mean? I think that's I think where, you know, he's right. I'm not, I think, I think, that for I think that's like, where if they do that, like him, him, that's never going to cut no. the mustard. You know what I mean? No. I think for learning your craft, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And the fact that you're actually getting, the fact that a, a, someone like like Michael Neves can throw it round bends and have mm-hmm. a lot of fun on it and say I had so much fun on it and it's costing me a fraction of the price and buying an R1 I can just have the same amount of fun and then some mm-hmm. on that while saving a fortune it actually speaks volumes for it's actually the bike and it's probably going to hold its price well for new riders because the kind of bike you might pick up especially the way the biker you know, community is growing yeah. absolutely and you, and you will have that fun learn your craft a bit and then <laughs> maybe in a year's time go you know what, I'm ready up up my game a bit too. Aye. And by that point, I think the R9 will come in, which mm, will yes. be a, a very like for like comparison with the with the outgoing R6 in mm. terms of power and all that kind of stuff. Aye. And you're gonna, just aye. Your new riders are going to say, well, I'll, I'll take the R7 because I'm, I'm, it's only cost me £900 insurance for a year rather than three grand insurance for, a, for an R9. Absolutely. Because I mean? I'm brand new. So, yeah. So, there you go. So, Colin called it. Controversial Colin called it. Yeah, he did. Ages Good ago. On you. But there you go. At least the guys from MCN have actually had their view on it, and we've shared it with you. And that was. Hello, it's now time. I need another button. We just. Aye. The news. Yeah, that was. The news. The news. I'm running out of buttons, to be honest. So. Well, you can't press a button. What can you press? That's I know. And, and this one is going to run out. Exactly. It's going to break shortly. Yeah. I might actually change that, that to a different button. Just so, so that we're spreading keep, the buttons. Just to keep out. the action. Just keep the action clear. I weirding the buttons gradually mm, together. Exactly. But there like you go. It. That was the news. Three, two, one. There we go. That was just a wee audio <laughs> clap there. Right. Cool. Right. What have we got? Not that we're going to edit that in. No, absolutely not. So. And now. The big question. The big Q. And what well, is? It's not. It's not I don't know if it's a big Q or a big review. A big review. A big Q review. It's the new Harley Sportster S. Any good? Darren, have you been on the new Harley Sportster S? Let us know if it's any good. I haven't. No. Have you not? Ian, have you been on the Harley Sportster S? I might have taken it out for a wee few moments of uh, fun, filled a frolicking. Tell us all about it. I may just do that. So our friends at Harley, West Coast Harley, um, as you probably know from listening to previous podcasts, along with Harley UK, uh, through a party. Well, a wee gathering to celebrate the um, coming of the new, the coming of the new sports dress. A wee reveal night. It was a party. It I was a, a party. I got a free beer. It you was got, a party. Ah, exactly. And I was driving, so I didn't. Um, we were in attendance and a. Uh, Want to see a few of the bikes being unveiled. When we say a few of the bikes, the sports dress are a few different colours. Aye, but what, and variants. Aye. Yeah, and what was nice is that they added lots of the kind of extra bits that you can get with it, the accessories, so you got a yes. sense of all these kind of things. So, when we headed in there, there was a collection of the previous iterations of the old sportsters. So, there was like a flat track XR1200 through to the classic Iron 883, um, and it was really nice, you know, the kind of... The kind of um, 
cutting it off, so you walked in. It was almost like going to a wee sports to museum, wasn't it? Ah, it was that's, really that's, that, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. I tried to think what it was like, but yeah. that's exactly what it was like. Um, and it was funny to see the different, I didn't say iterations, Aye. but it is iterations, but the just different variants. I know. You know what I mean? They were little, and if you want bike, more information, the YouTube video that's, that Harley have put out about the Sportster, yes. some of which is filmed in Glasgow, Watch carefully if you're from the west coast. It's it's really nice. Um, to nice to see Glasgow featured in that. So, um, uh, up and down outside uh, your work as well. Uh, it was I can outside my work as well as of well, aye, your, your, as of next week. Work. So, <coughs> um, uh, so it's quite cool. But they're going to be a bit of the history of Sportster. So things like you know 1957, the Sportster. Uh, you know, kind of come onto the scene. Uh, it was like something, something that Harley hadn't done before. It was really quite cool. And they classed it. They classed it an off-roader. Classed it an off-roader, and it, because it, there was no tarmac. There was no tarmac in those days, and it, but they entered it in for these little endurance competitions and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yep. just cool. And I, and I think one of the things that I didn't really realise at the time was it was designed around the engine. The engine was new at the time, and they took that engine and actually put any loads of different bikes, yep. including I think they they smashed the land speed record for a motorcycle using the Sportster engine at one point with this kind of long licorice torpedo looking type thing. Yeah, licorice torpedo. You know, these seats to be licorice torpedoes. I, I, I know. I, 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 but <coughs> I knew I had just like visions of a giant torpedo made of licorice. Yeah. I went the opposite way. You see, it was either that or an enema, so I went with a licorice torpedo. <laughs> so, um, family friend. Anyway, so once we got upstairs, there was a wee short presentation from Don Rutherford, the owner of West Coast Harley, and Dave Hackshaw, the managing director, explaining the key points of the bike and some of the thinking that has went into the design. And then it was time for the big reveal. But I think you, we were in uh, the next day, and we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, and you were speaking today to David about it, weren't you? And you were basically saying that's the first time you've ever seen a PowerPoint presentation uh, at Harley Davidson. Aye, I, and I and I was I, I went I was there. For, I've been there for a few launches, <coughs> like mm-hmm. the FXDR and stuff like that when they launched that. And at, at no point did we ever get a PowerPoint presentation. But Do we did, mean? yeah. So we did. I don't know if that was Harley that thinking that, or whether that was something that Dave's brought to the the van. I don't However, know. I am a fond lover of a good <coughs> PowerPoint presentation as long as. It was only requirements. Yeah, it was only a few slides. There's some nice interactive video stuff in it. Yeah, I'm not going to fault his no. PowerPoint skills. No, it, was it was it was the right balance. It was, you know, um, you know, in office etiquette, it was the right balance. And it was, <coughs> yes, six, six slides, six points per slide. But then it was time for the big reveal, and they did a big reveal. They had they had they had them sheets over them. They had bed sheets over the top. I know, <coughs> with flashing lights, and they went. <laughs> that would have been good. Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine. Pepper Pig ones or that one. And then, and then for the and for the one with the extra accessories, Star Wars. Aye. Exactly. You know. Um. Yeah, we're home, Chewy. So Chewy, we're home. So um. Big reveal. They wheeled it off, didn't they? The covers that is the bed sheets. And there it was. And we had four bikes covering the three colours: vivid black, midnight Ooh. crimson, yeah. which is a kind of deep maroon, which actually is growing on me a wee bit. Since the more of the more I've seen it, but not for me. There's a, I think it's from JB. I think if JB and I were to get matching sportsters, he'd look good in the midnight crimson. Anyway, <clears throat> and lastly, and our favourite. Although we went in thinking vivid black would be our favourite. Aye. We went in and we saw the stonewashed white peril. Aye. Which and sounds like a pair of Levi jeans. And the more you look at it, and then when we saw it in the following day in the yeah. daylight, Aye. it's beautiful, beautiful in the daylight. And I've, this, this is, we're on video for this bit, so we will absolutely be putting some uh, videos up uh, and uh, of the pictures of the bikes and a wee bit of video of, of being on the bike and everything. You'll get to see some of the cool features. So all four bikes on the show were different, and I don't mean just by colour. First was the base model, 
Um, we'll cover that shortly, but the other three are some optional extras. So one attempted to show how different they can be. So like the outgoing sportster, but there's lots of variations on it. Oh. So one model had screen and luggage. Well, well, well there is, there's loads of models you can date the sportster, unless the Department of Transport tell you no. Damn you, Department of Transport and your diplomacy and bureaucracy. We hate you. Honestly. Mm. Or in the, if you anybody watches Ted Lasso uh, um, and uh, Roy Kent, it's just, no! <coughs> anyway. So uh, so they, they had one, the screen of luggage. They had the one with the screen engine bars, mid-place foot pegs, so you can change the, the foot pegs. Uh, and then the last variant had the pillion kit, with the seat, the pegs, and a small sissy bar at the back, uh, and backrest, yeah. So um, it was really nice um, to see them in different guises, you know. All essentially the same bike, but just Aye, the extras you can get, you know. Which, on yeah. a brand new launch, actually having so many extras, yeah. not only available and on the bike, mm. but actually, you mean, showcasing them and kind of encouraging you. Yeah, to have a look at them. Well. And like the little screen is actually a nice little addition and it would just push that wind just past you and stuff like that. And, and what I liked about that is it's quick release. It clips Aye. on and clips off. It's a great... Which again a, was like yeah. the Sportster. Aye. The Sportster, you got like, if you bought it by 1200, Aye. it had a, I mean 1200 lower, but it had mm. a nice quick release one. So if you didn't want it, clutch, just click it off. Yep. And away it goes. So, so, go for it, Dan. Give us some stats. Some stats. Get, oh, get, get, your, get your stats Stat out for the boys. Eh... Uh, yeah, base model. So remember, it's a twelve fifty two cc Revolution Max T yep. engine. Okay, so it's the same engine essentially that's in the Pan America. This new Revolution engine, but the T stands for torque. So they've tweaked it purely for torque. And obviously, taking that Pan American engine and taking it and putting it into the sports with, with different tweaking clearly is the way they're you know it's, it's why they were kind of. Focusing well, on gonna, that sports uh, heritage about, and they've got <coughs> a, this engine blocks the key to the to the new range. Aye, and they've got a nine seven five coming as well. Yeah, so they're gonna. It's the same revolution engine. They're just downsizing it mm-hmm. to a nine seven five. So you probably find that ends up in an iteration of the Sportster. Aye. That might be <coughs> the Sportster, and the S is the twelve fifty. Mm-hmm. So the new Revolution Max T version gives you one hundred twenty one brake horsepower, slightly down on the Pan America. However, you get 125 newton metres of torque, so that's 92.2 foot pound, if you're asking Ian. Oh, wasn't he? Because uh, you've already written it in. Well, aye. <coughs> aye. Uh, but that's what the T stands for. Torque. <coughs> torque. 228 kilograms wet, but it's deceptively light. It actually is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have. When I was on that bike, I did not, it did not feel like... Um, that that way, the <coughs> amount of people that picked it up on the on mm-hmm. the, uh, the the night event and actually had a sit on the the ones that were out yep. had picked it up and went, whoa, and it came right out of here uh, rather than here really because they expected uh, it to be like an old sportster, and they threw it up and actually went too far uh, to correct it again, and that just shows you that that weight is because that engine's lowered down and it's it's not quite middle, it's slightly forward a wee bit. Aye. the the. That low centre of gravity, low center of gravity further, it just, it, the stability when you're on it just feels great. It just feels great. You can you can brag about that bit in a minute. <coughs> I will. I will. Uh, Brembo brakes show a suspension. Forward pegs are standard, so the mids they were, are optional. They were really pushing the the higher quality of it, of um, oh, components. Aye, aye. You know, I mean, bre- again, Brembo, Brembo brakes and show a suspension. They're probably market leading. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, with the exception of what Owens. Single seat is standard, so it doesn't come with a pillion. If you want a pillion, that's a wee bit extra. Seat height of Ian's favourite, 
753 millimetres. Honestly, it was like I sat on it and just went, oh, hello, flat feet. I can see my knees with a bend in them. Now, this was the bit that shocked me. Well, it didn't shock me at first, right? Because I'd read it and knew it, but when I saw it, I was like, ooh. Front tyre is a 17-inch, 160 front tyre, and it is big. Uh, it's, it's a... Big. It's a big front tyre. It's a big lump of black pudding spinning around in front of you. Aye. The back tyre is 16 inch and it's 180 that's on the back. 13.3 fuel, 13.3 fuel, 13.3 litre fuel tank. Approximately they're saying 43 miles to the gallon, which kind of would be what the old Sportster was, roughly. Maybe a wee bit less, but again, you you didn't have that engine on it, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um... And the starting price for the base model is one three nine nine five pounds. So after a good nose around and a sit on a couple, we went and actually had a little chat with Don Rutherford, who's the owner of West Coast Harley Davidson, as we said, who was telling us about obviously his experience at the kind of launch of the new sports dress. And Don did say it's a great bike to ride. And that the engine delivered incredible torque. He made a big point of telling us that it had <coughs> yeah, tons, tons of, of torque. torque yeah. mm-hmm. And when you put it in sport mode, the actual delivery of that was utterly frightening. Now, I've known Don for a couple of years, and Don's biking history, for anyone that doesn't know, is Don is a very accomplished rider. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you've, I was just thankful when we were out on a run in the the Thursday. It was with David. It no. was with David. No, <laughs> Don, and and. I, I had no idea what Dave's riding ability was like, but I thought it can't be any worse than having to try and follow Don because he can ride big time. Mm-hmm. And again, he's ridden for years and he actually <coughs> raced bikes years and years aye, ago. Yep. So, but I interesting. What was that? Uh, uh, I just seen you. I just seen you point to the sky. It's not working. Try to do my video right. We're having technical and difficulties. Uh, my wee thing stopped and he, working. His camera's just sacked up. Yeah. I've got a horrible feeling I didn't actually press record. Maybe that's what it is on this video. Well, you've we'll, we'll <coughs> got that one there. We've got that one there. We've got another right. video. We'll be fine. Um, let me just check if I press record or not. All right. Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't help. Do you know what it is? What's that? It's my fault. I call myself a, an accomplished videographer, right? I have managed to... Who called you that? I'll get them. Me. I did. <laughs> you get them. There we go. Right, it's recording again. What's that again? Anyway, there we go. Anyway, Ian. Yes. Tell the lovely listeners about the Thursday. So, uh, the following day, the Thursday, we return for the actual demo day. Now, unfortunately, well, because we are lovely, good, wonderful human beings who don't want to be greedy, only one of us got out the bike. And uh, basically, well, basically, I think what it was was Scott was thinking he's more likely to sell one to me than to sell one to you. <laughs> Right, and I, and I don't blame him. He kind of knew I wasn't going to buy one. He knew, but he's got a funny feeling I might. And do you know what? I've got a funny feeling I might as well. So, but and, and let me tell you why. Yep. So, the following day we returned, uh, and I went out on it. Uh, the the gorgeous Darren, however, um, did follow behind on one of the Pan Americas, and then halfway around, followed behind on the other Pan America. There you go. Switched it. <clears throat> Which we talked about a wee bit earlier on, just to give it a wee look at the different... Uh, kind of feel of the adaptive height right and all that stuff yeah yes. so we were only for 35 minutes due to demand but this is the verdict on the new sports that as far as I can see so looks and sound right we've gone, o- we've gone over it before in terms of how it looks you know aye <coughs> again it, and in the daylight 
It's a different bike again. I honestly like. thought the black was it. Aye. There was no other option. Black was it. Black was the only one. Cinnamon. 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 But those kind of chocolate yep. head. Midnight Crimson. Covers, Midnight Crimson and everything. Yep. Honestly. There we go. Black's the one. Black's the one. Black's the one. Ooh. And yeah, you know, I mean, you know, so uh, right. and as Scott was saying the next day, Harley Davidson clearly thought that would do with like black's the one because, because that's the one made loads they've of made loads of black ones <laughs> first before any other cars. So, um, so it looks amazing, right? A uh, it looks a bigger bike than it feels, I think. So, when you see a picture of it and you'll look at it, so I'll probably put up a picture of it with nobody sitting on it, and then you've got a picture of it with me sitting on it, and that'll just give you a sense. But actually, it's quite compact feeling once. You're on it as the sportster was. It's not a huge definitely. Huge if you look at it, especially for the back profile, so the back to front profile, yeah, because that tank, I don't know if it just it, it bellows out slightly. Mm-hmm. It makes it, and then that that kind of one eighty back wheel looks bigger than a one eighty. Yeah, Do I it does. I mean? It looks a big chunky it, it lump of look, rubber. I, mm. and you're looking at it for the back and going, "Whoa, it's a, that's yeah. a big bike." But actually, when you sit on it, it doesn't feel massive so no it's quite clever how they've done that yeah quite cool so um sound wise sound i don't really wise, remember it. i don't it, it wasn't it didn't blow me away with it with the, the engine turning on but it did sound <clears throat> it had a wee growl to it aye um but the growl wasn't hardly growl as i expected it aye i think um, after, after market pipe yeah. would be required if you wanted the serious growl mm, yeah, to growl. but it, it, it wasn't an unpleasant sound it just wasn't this the the epitome of a Harley sound, the potato sound, yeah, the potato <laughs> sound. <laughs> but then it's a new engine, and the new engine and how it performs. We'll talk about that in a second. Means that you couldn't really have a <laughs> type of engine. Aye. You needed that more kind of. It felt it just felt a bit more grown up, um, more efficient, more modern. Aye, but still had a, a kind of sense of it. because it's still yeah. a V twin. Still a V twin. Yeah, it means it still has that kind of. But it was it was a far more efficient sound than, than I was expecting, and the pa- and the, the, the pan's the same. Yeah, uh, pan the pan's is the same. That you're not buying it for that. No, the weight, as we said earlier on, was surprisingly light for 221 kilos. It's Aye. got a really low centre of gravity, and you know, for somebody who has taken a, a bike with a higher centre of gravity and felt the <laughs> effects of um, the how how easy it is to tip it over. What, what happened there? No, no, it's not worth talking about. We've not, we, we, we keep that one quiet between ourselves. So um, it, it, I felt really, really confident and comfortable sitting on it and dealing with the weight. Now I, now, I have never ridden a bike with the, with the forks, with the, the pedals. With the forks at the front? Uh, with the forks at the front. Can't bike you, right? <laughs> A unicycle. <laughs> forks are at your bum. So, penny farthing. Uh, um, so, with the, you know, with the pegs sticking out at the front, and I was a bit kind of, and that was my kind of thing, is this going to feel a bit weird? And it does feel a bit weird. Uh, it, aye, it's that kind of, initially you go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, and it's just finding the right flexibility in your ankle to change your gear and all that, because you're used aye. to it being in a different position. Um, again, I enjoyed that. Could you know? I'd quite like to take it out a bit longer. See, it feels a bit you know a bit longer than just your thirty-five minutes. If I'm still comfortable with that, yep. I was getting, I was fine with the gear changes and everything, so it wasn't a huge issue. But it may be something that they, they, they've obviously thought some people might not like, and they've got the, Aye, the ability and, to and put West pegs. Coast West yeah. Coast demos bikes due in I think this week or next week. It's coming in on a I think a, when I was speaking to Scott yesterday, Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. So, right, so he said and it's and booked out solid. Aye. And they're not they're not it's not just going it's not going in and out and out. It's a couple of a couple of test rides a day. 
Aye, you know, to give people a bit of fun about it. Time. They get a good cut. Get a good time. Uh, so that's great. So, um, but one of the things um, we were told about when we went out, obviously the night before, we were talking about the sports mode. Um, when we spoke to Scott, he said he put it in sports mode, thinking he was a, oh, I'm a experienced biker, I can do this. You know, no problem. He said by the time he'd, he'd get out of the car park, he turned sports mode off. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> exact words where he went. Not of that. No, not of that. <laughs> so uh, I'll get used and, to the bike first. And Don mm. did say, you know I mean, sport mode's quite scary. Aye. I would encourage MD to get used to just rain and road mode. Yeah, absolutely. Like, before you even think about and, and, putting I, sport I, mode. And, and that was what Don was saying the night before. So so I'm thinking to myself, mm, okay, then I'll just keep it in rain or road mode. Just the Aye. first time on a bike, don't I cause any major upsets. But we went out there and the first thing they said was, Get in sports mode. It's at least at one point that I put it in sports mode. You've got to put it in sports mode. So, <clears throat> okay, we'll put it in sports mode. So, um, so we started it off and started it's off like in road mode. Mommy's telling yeah. me no. Daddy's telling me to go. So, uh, so uh, started it off in, in road mode and it's still had a nice wee kick to it, a nice wee bit of power behind it. You know, taking it out, but but pretty smooth, pretty smooth. There wasn't, you know, <coughs> kind of jumping forward or anything like that. I can't, I can't add anything at this point because I did not get. You didn't write it, of course you didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, reasonable torque, you could take up, you could, you know, scoop through lanes, jump up, you know, jump around cars and stuff, because we hit the motorway first, uh, and we just get you through a few of the cars, nice and, you know, good acceleration, uh, absolutely, you know, and that was just in the road mode, the road mode was, was fun, it was fun, yep. uh, so that was all cool, uh, riding handling, it was, I, I loved it, Again. I loved it, can you call me, absolutely loved it, that that never never have ridden in that position seating position before. I wasn't sure if I would like that or not, but it's you know it's pretty nice to I ride like that. Obviously, I was I was at the back. Yep, and you were in front of me. Yep, and at no point did it look like it go. At, what's the word I'm looking for? A bit out of shape. Do you know what I mean? Aye. At no point did it look like it was under any great. You know I mean? pressure or any great stress and we were uh, some of those bits of roads we were fair shifting no but when we were completely within speed limit no we were still speed limits yeah. we were still fairly shifting <coughs> yeah of course but at no point did it ever look like you were fighting it or it was trying to fight you or no you no it mean? was a very it very was, comfortable ride and it just looked like <coughs> it just went around the corners yeah. quite happily it was lovely and so. uh, yeah and as i say cornering was great Connor was really nice, and we we talked about being a bit worried about that big seventeen inch wheel at the Aye, front. That big you know sixty front front. You know wheel. how's that going to handle it? But it was it was it was great. What about a low speed? Because that was I think that we talked about the we did, and I would say low speed. There's a couple of corners in the route we took where you you you're, you're going round in first or second gear. You absolutely Aye. are, and you do need to give it a right good oof. A wee push with the handlebars to get it round. It's not just going to a wee extra. Uh, just a wee extra kick grunt to get it round. Um, uh, but you know. I, considering how it feels for the other ninety five percent of the ride, that's livable, more than livable with, and you know wouldn't it put me off buying it at all? Because it's not, it's no. j- it just and needs. How often you just need you to be a bit aware, a bit aye. more aware of that, wee bit more effort. And it's not that. How often really do you do U turns and slaloms and figure of eights? Absolutely, and and Absolutely you pass not. your test, so you can put your foot down if you want. Aye, and to I mean? be honest, right when you're when you're that low down, see sometimes actually pulling it forward and then kind of gain at that whole shuffle with your feet Aye. to move the bike back actually suits a Harley. <laughs> Aye, totally. It's probably one of the only bikes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, 
you mean? I probably looked cooler doing it on a Harley. You know what I mean? Shuffling back. Yeah, I was driving away. Then doing it on a BMW RT. You just look like you've got no control over it. Like, oh, 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 that guy's going to drop it. He's going to drop it. He's going to drop it. Aye, mm-hmm. and then you don't drop it and everybody looks disappointed. Aye. You know. Whereas on, on a Harley, you go, oh, check look at that guy. Check yeah. Look at me. Easy rider. So, <laughs> was, yeah. that, was that easy rider or easy rider? Uh, either. Either. Um, brakes. Um, braking was the front brake was very responsive. Back brake was a wee bit, but that's probably more to do. We just a, took a wee bit more push to it, but I think that was more to just been not been my feet used to having the back brake where it where it is. Aye, how many know? miles were on that bike when you drove it? Uh, I don't know actually. I never looked because I'd imagine there wouldn't have been that many miles on it. No, was it wouldn't have been too many on it because so it was just um, whether it's. Even bedded in properly. Aye, I don't um, know. But it, the, to me, that was more me not being used to riding in that position rather than, than the brake. Cause, Aye, having cause, your feet. Because a wee bit more of a push, it was fine. It was absolutely yep. fine. And I could control going around bends and stuff with the back brake pretty Aye, well. It's one of the ones, if you bought that bike, you'd probably set it up. I exactly. I would definitely adjust the, the suspension at the back, definitely. Aye. Um, there was a couple Which, of times I hit a couple of bumps that were just... That it was just pretty stiff, the back suspension, but there's like 32 different positions. Aye, you that's can, what I was going to say. I think it's 31, 31 individual settings, settings just for the, on the rear suspension. Yeah, and I'd, and I'd play with the, the custom road settings as well for that. Oh, Because you could, I would be, I'd, I'd probably pull something from a couple of the different ride modes and and, and, and make more ups, absolutely. Uh, I was thinking with sport mode. Sport, <laughs> mode, sport mode's great, but but you wouldn't, you wouldn't use sport mode all the time. You absolutely wouldn't use sport mode all the time because if you forget you're in sport mode and you take off with the lights, you, you, your bike's going one way and you're going the other way. Do you know what I mean? And your bum's bounced along How the back. How good does my bike look? <laughs> Is it <coughs> comforting? Stay away. Uh, absolutely. So, um, uh, comfort-wise, it was a very comfortable ride. Uh, sit down. Well, that I can't comment. No, I did sit. Oh, aye, that's it. No issues when uh, pulling up to lights, putting your feet down and anything. No wobbles. No, the the centre gravity is so low that the balance in the bike is is beautiful. Aye. Absolutely beautiful. I was a bit concerned that with those two pipes up the one side, rather than it being split down, that might feel a bit weird in one one side of your leg. You know, and, and yeah. Aye, but, but it's got a double, it's, it's got it's a double, double insulated, and and the, the ergonomics at that side are just don't make you realise you're actually got your legs over the pipes there. It's really I nice. Think it's really because clever. your legs are forward, I think yeah. if you got mid pegs, you'd maybe notice and a bit more. They're not even like mid mid. They're still a wee bit kind of, forward, kind of halfway between mid and forward, aye. aren't they? Aye. Um, customizability. Custom come up, cut, so cut, they've. Cut, the one, the one that I rode didn't have any accessories and anything on it. It was just the standards <coughs> set up and the standard thing. But obviously, yep. we talked about going through the event and. But I think customizability, <coughs> just because I can say it, customizability has. I think it's twofold for me. Yeah. Is one, there's yeah, there's the the little clip on screen. Mm-hmm. I see a little clip on screen. It's, it's actually a reasonable size clip yeah. on screen. Would take a lot of that kind of wind buffet and all that. Mm-hmm. But again, I always found on a, a, my Harley. That wind buffet wasn't so much an issue because I'm lower down. Aye, of course. It, it doesn't feel as impacting. Mm-hmm. You, you still get it. So yeah, a little, yeah. you know I mean, just take it away. And then obviously the other kind of bits and bobs, luggage, chassis bar, all that kind of good stuff, right? It's fine. But the other thing about customizability is just the amount of different settings because you're right, the 31 settings. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> but, but the thing was that they, and that's what I was going to say, they've, they, they turned all that off on the bike. 
So you didn't you didn't even get a chance to that's play with that. Aye, that's because it's the Harley bike. It's, it's a Harley bike. You turn and they don't want somebody to come on, sit in a Harley bike and go, Oh, I'm just gonna stick this and I'm gonna change this and I'm gonna do that and I'm smash. Gonna smash, yeah, exactly. So they took they turned all that off anyway, so you only had the the, the right settings, but but those customizable settings, um you can you can Aye. And I think that's to your that's, heart's that's the bit that you go <clears throat> actually I could set this up perfectly for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because there's nothing worse, I'm going to use the car analogy, there's nothing worse when I get in to drive my wife's car and she's been in it and then I move the seat and it's move the seat, 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 to try and get it comfy. And then I only drive it that once and then she gets in it and goes, you've ruined my seat position. Aye. Whereas on that, you could literally make wee tweak, wee tweak after wee tweak after wee tweak till it was yeah, perfect for you. Pick, 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 a, pick something like suspension and then ride it, tweak it, ride it, tweak it, ride it, ride it and then pick power. Ride it, tweak uh-huh. it, ride it, tweak it, ride it, and then you, you'll you'll find that fit, and you'll have that saved up as one of your. And there's two different customized functions. Aye, two custom yeah, so custom ones in it. You know, uh, value. It's kind of hard to put a value on it, I think, because it's the first of its kind. If you know what I mean. Aye, it's definitely yeah. no as cheap as the original Sportster, but I think it's unfair to compare it to the original Sportster because the it's a original bike, Sportster. A couple of different engines and all that kind of stuff, and it yeah. been about for so long. I think it's when you then start to, um, I, I suppose this is competition. If you start to look at the competition, yeah, then that's maybe where you then go value wise. In some aspects, it's a little bit dearer, but in others, you mean it's actually a, a good bit cheaper. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know, you know, I said all along, I love the Triumph Speedmaster, right? Yeah. Uh, and you know, looking at the competition, that's a heavier bike with much lower power. You know, um, uh, and it's actually a lower seat height and everything, right? It's it's but it's fifteen hundred quid cheaper. But it's fifteen hundred quid cheaper. But based on the stats that I'm looking at, I'm having never actually ridden a Triumph Speedmaster. Yeah. But but basically, I would pick the Harley over the Spark Triumph right now. Based on where's, that power, where's my? <gasps> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Based, based on that, just now, right? Because um, next thing you're going to say, you like Kawasaki versus this is just not on. Never, no, right? So, um, <laughs> welcome to the dark side. Uh, I, I just, I think, looking at the level of um, the 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 fun that you can have in that in different environments looks looks more than it would be in certain other bikes so let's 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 just obviously for let's look at competition let's let's look at the competition right okay so we've got we've picked out a couple for competition right that are all kind of the same so indian ftr 1200 is a 1203 125 brake 120 newton meters of torque 233 kilos wet 780 millimeter seat height 13 litre fuel tank and it's 12295. Yeah. Right. So again, power's about the same. Torque's just a wee bit done. Um the weights no no a million miles away. Um does cause a wee bit more fuel. Uh but again it's fourteen hundred yes. fourteen hundred quid cheaper than what the Harley is. Um again, it's maybe no the same body style and shape and stuff like that, but that's that's one of its co- its closest competition. Yeah, that, 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 there's no the, there's no light. It's trying to appeal to the same kind exactly. of rider. <clears throat> the Indian Scout Bobber, uh, again, it's it's quite 
it is a lot less in terms of power and torque. Mm-hmm. Where a hundred brake horsepower only ninety eight newton meters of torque, but again that engine size is down. It's only an eleven thirty three cc engine, which I say only it's well I over am. a litre. I but know absolutely in that in that <laughs> genre of bikes. You know I mean uh, that's quite done, um, but it's it's significantly heavier. Heavier, it's two hundred and fifty nine kilograms wet. That's not a million miles away from my BMW RT, and that's got panniers in the top box on it. Um, it's really low seat height. Fuel tank's roughly the same. It holds about an extra litre, and it's about a thousand pound less. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm actually going to say that's maybe too low a seat height for some people. I, it's, it's, <coughs> I mean, that's, that's like your bum's taking down. Do you know what I mean? That's really low. Aye, that, do you know what I mean? I, I think the, you'd feel very vulnerable when that low down. Aye, you'd, you'd almost feel like you're in a go kart at mm. that height. I didn't at any point feel vulnerable when on that sportster, sitting the position I was in. No, you know. No. Absolutely not. The Ducati Diavel. Now, whether you whether you say the, the standard Diavel, which is a bit more street fighting, I'm thinking more the X Diavel because that's the one with the kind of forward pegs and that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So X Diavel. <coughs> um, again, it's a 1260. It's got 162 brake horsepower, so it's up on the, the brake horsepower. But it's only got four extra newton meters of torque compared to the Harley. However, 21 kilos heavier than mm-hmm. the Harley. Seat height, slightly higher. Um, it's 780, it's got a 17 litre tank, it's a big tank on it, which may explain the extra weight, but its starting price is 17,205 quid, Aye, so and that's just the starting price, <coughs> let's not even go into service and all that with Ducati, so uh, for all it's, it's in that kind of, that bracket, I think it's way too expensive, you know I mean, I would pick the Harley or the XD Avil every day of the week, and, I, and I'm a big fan of the, the yes. Diavel, I do like the Diavel. And then obviously you touched on the Triumph Speedmaster. So it's a 1200cc engine, 77 brake horsepower, 106 newton metres of torque. And it's the heaviest out of these five at 263 kilos. That's heavy. It's a lo- it? uh, that's a lot of weight to shift around and to shuffle back on. And it's 705 millimetres. So again, it's really low. Do you know what I mean? And and again, and I'm not I'm not mocking the Speedmaster because I li- the actual look of the Speedmaster I think is absolutely beautiful. It's such a nice bike, but I didn't realise it was that low and that heavy. I know, uh, but it's quite wide. I think probably it doesn't uh, feel because it's, it's quite a wide seat you're sitting in, so you're probably losing a few inches of your inside leg just by spreading just them a bite. bit. <laughs> Family's joke. Uh, again, the, the the Speedmaster comes in at twelve two, so I think it's the cheapest at them all. Um, which again, uh, is, is and that's your basic Speedmaster. If you want, if, but as soon as you start adding some wee things and bits and bobs in it that you get and be standard with the Harley Sportster, well, aye, that's the thing. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? And, and and you're right. Those are just the basic kind of engine power, torque, seat height, mm-hmm. weight, price. I mean, even just looking at that Harley Sportster and it's to be TFT screen and what you get in that, which you know, I absolutely love. Yes. Right, because it's it's that it's it just it, started with a James Bond logo and be perfect, <laughs> <laughs> and had like a digital <clears throat> digital. Would you call it old fashioned but old fashioned looking? Aye, uh, but it was uh, TFT. Yes, but the fact that it looks like the like the original Speedo, you mean it's about the same size and dimensions as the original Speedo on the Sportster? It keeps that kind of little nod to the past mm-hmm. in there, and, and the, I like the controls that. for it are really easy to use and quite intuitive on the handlebars how did you find the indicators <clears throat> that was a wee bit trickier and quite low down and i've got wee thumbs so 
Pan American is the same. <clears throat> yeah, I found the I found the Pan American indicators are pain in the backside, but I was also panicking. I didn't drop it, so that was in going the head. So I found I which, found which clearly what <clears throat> I found when I was doing the indicators, I was having to kind of reach down and do them rather than just get my thumb to easily find them. Aye. You know what I mean? So that and that does take your concentration away a wee bit from from the riding when you're going. Where is that indicator? But they do have an auto turn off, which is brilliant. Aye, and that's aye. a great. I mean, that's just the fact. Because I wasn't sure whether they were going to put one on one side, one on the other for the indicators, aye. like they used to do on Harley's, which would have been a nice little <laughs> nod to traditional Harley. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm, again, I'm, I'm six and two threes about her. They have one on one side, one on the other, or they just have the one that does be. Yeah, I did. So it was. It, it used to take out. It takes longer than thirty five minute ride to get used to. That's all. Aye, it does need a a longer ride, yeah. which we will get. Which we will get, hopefully. Well, you all, if you've expressed an interest in buying one, yeah, mm. absolutely. No, that's very true. I have expressed an interest, and I do, and I do genuinely right now <clears throat> see that as potentially my next bike. Honestly, that I was, I was so taken by it, uh, the riding position, the comfort, the speed, the power in it. I was really taken by that, and I just think it's the kind of bike I would love to. It would make it would re reignite my desire to go longer journeys in the bike. Because it just feels about it, you know. I would definitely add the screen. I would de- probably add the engine bars, just from just because you and Harley <coughs> have a, a just history. at the moment, yeah. I'd uh, definitely add the screen. Probably probably add the engine bars. Like the wee bit of uh, like the wee bit of luggage you sell with it. But I think there's after there's other luggage. I think that, I think I the that mo- I would probably mo- buy rather than because it's a lot of money for what is a wee. Backpack thing. Aye, the more looks that, great. The more suits, that suits the shape of the bike and everything. Aye, the more that bike mm. hits the market and floods the market, I guarantee the more accessories and options and luggage options. Not just at Harley Day, the others all day mm. because the yeah. Sportster was there was never you. You mean you could go into a, a car park and there was a a, a Sportster ride out and there was a hundred Sportster there, and I guarantee you, not one looks the same. As not one looks the same because they were so customizable. Mm. And I think Harley are desperate to hang on to that, yeah, because they make good money off of these accessories and fittings. And well, that kind I think of was it the white bike that we looked at, wasn't it? And the white bike, the the white bike they had in the the, the thing had the mid pegs, the engine bars, the engine bar, the pillion seat, and, a pillion, and, and pillion pegs, and the screen, and the pegs were. Custom pegs, yeah, wilds, so wilds, uh, whatever it was. So, if and what Harley usually do, a kind of range where you can get grips and pegs to match and that kind of stuff, and they uh, usually get some kind of weird name like Dominator or all yeah. that kind of stuff. Because remember that, remember the, the when that's why the Harley, that's why the Harley parts manual was like that size. Uh, do, you, do you remember when when Dave was doing was talking about the 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 Harley the, the bike at the, the the presentation, and he took he took a phrase that obviously Harley have said and said if you know if. If the if the big Harleys are the the Tyrannosaurus Rex, then this is the the apex predator. And you turned to me and went, "Predator would have been a great name for predator that." Predator would have been a great and name for that. Harley Predator. Harley Predator. The only thing is, I thought about this afterwards, and I think Adidas have already got that copyrighted because <coughs> they make a foot. Uh, they, they make, make a, foot, a football boot. I say football true. or soccer boot, um, which are called the Predators. But if they uh, called it the so. say the Sportster AP, which stood for Apex Predator, I'd have just called it the Sportster Raptor. Oh, uh, Raptor would be cool. I think probably I'll Jurassic Park probably of taking taking that much that one though you know. Aye, I just the it. But anyway, if 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 they could have predator would have been a great name. 
Yeah, but that, that's a that's a, a spinning ha- Harley I've made on it, but it's really it was pretty cool in the sense of that. So they've got these accessories, but what did they come in at? That was like another thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred quid or something on your bike. Aye, well it's Harley. Just, <laughs> just for the parts. <laughs> it's Harley. Wasn't it? That was just for the parts. So. That wasn't necessarily for fitting. Aye. You know, but I don't know if Harley do the same thing like Triumph do, where if you buy the accessories at the time you buy the bike, they waive the the fitting fee. Aye, if you were buying it, if you were buying accessories at the time buy the bike, because they still need to no assemble the bike, but they still need to put parts of it together Aye. when it comes in the box, and then they still need to is it with the PDI check it and all that kind of stuff Aye. so they, they can do that fitting for you well you're probably doing and again that. it's how how well you haggle the deal and well we all know what our, we all know what our little friends like at Harley quite good that way Aye. he'll know he'll know yeah and, and as you say I mean like uh, we were talking about uh, with Scott about um, Sam Hewn who's got a Harley yep. and, and he got it fully customised with all his, all his branding and everything on it you know he said it could because they'll do anything for you if you ask them. Aye. You know, they're, Aye, they're really, really good that way. And in terms of like cost amount, last year they won the Battle of the Bikes, Harley's Aye. Battle of the Bikes, with their, their big ombre or whatever they called it, and it was mm-hmm. like something else. It was like, it was like something you'd see in. Because Triumph, Triumph, when, when Triumph were across the road, they did the whole bobber thing, didn't they? Either an Iron Brew bobber or something at one point, which is really cool. <laughs> Love that. But uh, I so it's it's they 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 thrive in that as well. Aye, the um, only thing I'll say that <clears throat> for me I would like customized on that bike. Obviously the screen, I uh, would go with the screen. Yeah, just the fact that you can put it on and off. If you're just knitting a city joint and a yep. turn or whatever, you wouldn't really need the screen, especially in the summer. Um, but if you were out in the wet and you've got a longer ride, you can just clip it on and there you go. But the tail tidy, it's like a it's like a tow bar. It's like an extra swing arm. That thing yeah, the back. I. That's, it's quite. Um. It's. I mean, I get what they're doing, and and, and I quite like the look of it. I, but I, it, but I'm sure there's an. I'm sure there's a. But as you say, if you just you could get a slimline version of it, or to slim it in and not have it hanging off from the side arm. Aye, and arm I'm and sure they've got to be set a certain way to meet like Euro four or Euro five as it is now. It needs yep. to be set out in a certain way when it leaves the factory. Once it's left the factory, they don't really care. Again, we go back to the Department of Transport. You know I mean, it leaves the factory in one way. We're going to do stuff to it because, well, it's our bike, but out. Um, but I think where that rear little fender thing is to stop the spray going up, you could literally put in an LED brake light in there. And I know how they've done them because they've done them in the fat bomb. Mm-hmm. And then you can get little bullet. LED indicators, which are so small, they're, I, I mean, I can't even tell you how small, it's, honestly, it's probably at the end of your stylus for your iPad, well, no, the pointy end, the blunt the end, the yeah. end. But, they're Super bright. but they're so bright, it's frightening, and that would just tidy up that whole back end, it would look tremendous, it would look more like an FXDR, which I loved the back of the FXDR, and it had a big 240 rear on it, and I think, if you take all that junk away, all the wee brake lights and LEDs up into that rear fender, that big back tyre would look even better. And you're probably right, and, and eventually that kind of level of customisation is going to come in. Well, I think the guys at Harley are already having a look at it, <laughs> <laughs> so that they can do it on their demonstrator, just to showcase. Because let's be honest, you come in and ride their demonstrator, and it's got the screen and the bars and all that on it, and they say, do you want the screen on it, or do you want to take it off it? And they go, no, oh, just lay it on, it's fine. Uh-huh. And then they take it out and ride it, and then come back and go, oh, I love it. And then they go, right, well, what one do you want? And then they go, well, I want that one. Well, we can't do that one because that's your demo. But you can get the scheme, you can get a thingy, and we can make up do the bits lights? on the back for you. They're making a wee bit extra at it yeah. by customising it that way. So, aye, I can see that coming. That'd be cool. 
Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, sports are S, yeah. Um, we'll pop, you'll, you'll have, by this point in the listening and watching, you'll have seen some videos. Hopefully, you'll maybe see. Unless you listen to it first. I might listen to it and then, and then watch then, it. And watch it, yeah. In which case, in which, in what case it if you've listened to it now, go back and watch it on YouTube and you'll see some of the some of the uh, the GoPro footage from my chest. <coughs> from my chest. From your chest. And some of the Insta Go To footage from my chin. Just in turn. Because I had a because um, um I used my boxer roof, my roof boxer helmet. But in um, um the boy the boys of Harley were saying that that's a great helmet because the vents for it are not on the chin. <laughs> they're, they're either side of the chin, so you can stick that. Um, yeah, you can put you can camera mount right on your chin. So I'd use that for the wee go to Insta three sixty go to, and I had that running. Um, it's not the best of cameras to, to, to run in the sense of it only runs for a short it only takes like 10 15 minute snippets and then turns off so you've got to keep remember to turn it back on and it's and it's you know it's great fun but it's only got a 32 gig memory it's not getting any it doesn't have a memory card Aye. so you're limited you, you know you would select that for moments in the bike rather than yes. you know but it is easy you just press it once and it turns on it's easy to use but but you had your gopro in your chest i had my gopro in my chest so we've got a bit of both to show you off there as well um including uh dave talking about his powerpoint yeah, we might keep that in, give you a wee bit of oh. highlight on his I was going to ask Dave, listen, can we have that PowerPoint just so we can share it with the masses? I because know. he clearly went to the effort to make the PowerPoint, and you know what I mean? I, I fully respect the man for doing that, and then showed it on multiple screens because there, there must have been about 150 folk there. Ah, there was a lot of people, um, man. Which, because we were up the stair in the cafe bit at West Coast, which is, you know what I mean? It's not the most spacious of areas because that's where the merch is and the cafe is. Yeah. But they actually. When you stick four bikes in there, the space totally goes. Aye. So they did well to get all the people in there. Um, Safely. And it was. You did feel aye, safe, right? Aye, you did. Um, and to do all that and then showcase his, his lovely PowerPoint, I think he deserves a bit of credit for it. I, I thought it was a great night and, and really well put together. Thank you, West Coast, for doing that, really. Mm, it really did um, give us a real sense of the excitement of the bike, the excitement of the, the, the reveal, and it just made me more and more keen to be back on it the next day and, and, and having a go. So conclusion, conclusion. I want one. <laughs> I want one. And wait, we I want one. And wait, 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 a screen. Um, I think it, it, it's it's a, it's a bit more expensive than probably you know um, I would have been looking at for my next bike. Yep. In the sense of that, but the well, they've got some pretty decent PCP deals and things as well going on just now anyway, which was quite which was nice uh, to be able to see that I you can it's relatively affordable. They made it relatively affordable for people. Yep. You know what I mean. Um, but uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm I am honestly right now just working out how I can get it. That's that's where I'm, my conclusion is. Um, so if MD's looking to buy a kidney, <coughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> then you know I've got one going spare <laughs> uh, right now, uh, um, and it's probably about well with accessories I'm looking for about fifteen grand for my kidney. Thanks so much. So. Um, uh, but, uh, but I'll take thirteen nine nine five. I'll take thirteen nine nine five, and I'll save up for the excesses myself. Um, you know, so um, th- the only thing is, I still love my wee triumph, and I don't really want rid of my wee triumph. But as Scott very, very um, honestly said to me uh, when I was talking about it uh, after the ride, he said, "I've got a funny feeling Ian, that if you came home with a Harley Sportster and you still had that triumph, then you wouldn't have a wife anymore." I mean, you're probably absolutely right, there, Scott. So, aye, and it's one of the ones I think, having been in that situation. Right, well, I've been fortunate enough to be in that situation where there's, I, I've got, I've had two bikes mm. sitting in the garage, right, that I could both ride, big bikes. You tend to find you gravitate to one more than the other. Yeah. And you tend to go, oh, I fancy taking that out today. And then you go, 
Ugh, no, I'll just take that one and back out because that's your, you, you know, I mean, that's the one you're constantly yeah. going out yeah. and you're having a nice fun and and there is odd times you will take the other one out and but it's just you know. and I, I mean I know we talked about the street cup and how they don't make it anymore and it probably holds its value quite and well and it's yellow and it's yellow you know what I mean but I'd also look into how much it would cost to just respray the white to yellow on the Harley on the Harley oh my god that would look mint up wouldn't it and <clears throat> I'd, I'd seriously consider how much that would be I'd have a word with Scott see if there's anything they can do for you Aye, well, they know. Aye. And they know people are, are, are a rap or something, put a rap on it or something. I mean, just, you know, who knows? You know, there's possibilities. Like, there. like a wee M&M on the back fender, you mean? Exactly, aye. Absolutely. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, and, and that was all going great. And then, and that's my conclusion, almost finished until I took John up to Harley all day. And we walked around and, of course, they've got a black live wire sitting. Oh, aye. And, and John went, now that looks like a bat bike. And then I went, oh, John. Did you say that for? <laughs> what did you say that for? Aye, and see how <clears throat> see how you're you're, you're off next week. Mm-hmm. I think you should have a wee chat with uh, Scott and see if you can get a live wire out if it's dry next week. Yes, because that might <clears throat> change your mind again. <laughs> don't you? Don't say these things. Anyway, so yes, that's it. So my conclusion is right now, it's it's the most fun I've had in a bike for for ages. Um, the sport mode is brilliant, used but used sparingly. You know. It's, it's like you know, it's like salt and cooking. You know, use it, but use it sparingly. You know, you know, use <laughs> use it at the right times in cooking. Aye. Don't just bung all your salt in at the end. Use it at the right, right times. times. You know, a little sprinkling here and a sprinkling there. Yeah, you know, a lot of people like a lot of garlic, but use it garlic at the right time. Oh, aye. you know, aye, if you want if you want a mild but garlic flavour, put your garlic in at start and let it cook through. If you want aye. a strong, it put it in at the end. Do you know what I mean? And let you it fall. And let it fall. Jeez, we vampires. Exactly. So if you want to overtake nice country roads in sport mode, use it then. But don't use it when you're trying to manoeuvre it back into the garage and you hit a wall. And Aye. you know, or the bike hits a wall and you hit the wall on the other side of the concourse. Aye. Do you or, know what I mean? Or or you're filtering in traffic in it. Aye, exactly. You know, you know. Sport mode's probably not the option. No. There you go. I, I don't really have a conclusion because well I haven't ridden it yet. So um but from what I've seen of it, I again I'm quite impressed with what they've done with that bike. You know what I mean? I, you mean it is expensive? You mean, mm-hmm. but they're still covering the cost of that brand new engine, and it is a brand new engine. Yeah, I mean this is completely different from what they've done in the past. Um, but I do, I do think it's probably a worthy successor. For and we, the, and we didn't mention, Sportster. we didn't mention that the fact that that engines had a beautiful bronze color in those bikes. Oh, aye, the black and bronze <coughs> is black just bronze absolutely is amazing. Stunning. Yeah, and the fact that that matches then the Harley. Inside, Aye, inside the, the kind inside of the would you call the, it? The, the strokes around the inside the paint yeah. on the tank, and it works with the white, and it works with the. I mean, that, they've they've picked a good colour to powder Aye, coat that the, engine with it. The uh, the midnight crimson, I just don't warm to at all. You but it, but it still but works get, with that colour. But it works with that colour. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be my choice. I mean, you're right. I don't warm too much to the midnight crimson. No. That was the that was the one I was riding. Aye, <clears throat> you know. So, but I didn't. I didn't look around thinking, "Oh, this this now looks amazing." I'm on the midnight cruise. It's not that. It's then the the the. You see it on the video if you if you've watched it. If you're not, you see it. You do watch video, but the actual fuel cap is that kind of bronzy yeah, as well. And actually, if you look at that, br- the way that the shape is on that, it's exactly the same shape as the charging point on the live wire. Aye, I saw it, I noticed that. Did you notice Yeah, I did notice that. Oh, that is nice. That is nice. Yeah, nice touch. So it's a nice little, Mm -hmm. you mean, 
I don't know if they've taken that out or they just went, oh, let's kind of replicate it. And um, aye. So I think the the other thing you've got to remember that a lot of people maybe don't know or forget about when you're buying a Harley is you're not just buying the bike. You're buying into that community. Aye, yeah, absolutely, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. So obviously, if I get MD watching on Ian's face, you can see behind, obviously, is my cut from when I had my Harley. Um, which again, the guys for the, the guys for the club were desperate to take it off, but they're not getting it. But um, you can see, you get your Harley owners badges. You get one every year for every year you've owned it. You get your club badge, your chapter badge, and it's one of those things that the chapter can't function without the franchise and the franchise can't function without the chapter. Yeah. It's it's one of those kind of stipulations. If you're having a Harley dealership, you need to have a chapter associated and stuff like that. And it, the amount of ride outs and all that kind of stuff. And again, we're going back to Han Solo Han Groupie, but that whole thing, even if you don't do the ride outs, just the fact that you can associate you I mean you can get a, yeah, you, you don't same even need to have a cut, you can have a <coughs> denim jacket or a a Letterman jacket, and you can just get your Clyde Valley. You I mean they did all different types of badges, but you could have your chapter badge on there, or on the back or on the sleeve or whatever. And then folk know you're in the chapter, mm-hmm. and that just and then folk are like, when you see them, and they're friendly enough when you go into a Harley dealership, especially the West Coast one. But when the the the, the guys for the chapter see, it's like, hey, how you doing, bo? That's bumps, and you know I mean mm, handshakes, and you're buying into handshakes. No, it's just no. a normal no, bigger no, handshake. Um, but you're buying into that as well. You know what I mean, and then you're buying into like the, the coffee meetups on a Wednesday night and all this kind of stuff. So I, got, I like that. It's a nice, I it's a nice that about not having a Harley. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. That whole community thing, I do miss that. You know what I mean, because um, I, I quite like that. That kind of social, being able to have that social if I choose to have it. Mm-hmm. I may not necessarily do every day do every single week, but. But you've got an, an but option the options there for me. <coughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, you, you obviously you can go in and buy a Harley and never have anything to do with it. No, you don't have to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? When you buy a if Harley, you, if, you, if you're a hand solo rather than a hand groupie, do you know what I mean? But when you buy a Harley, you become a member of the Harley Owners Group. That's mm. by default. That's Harley Davidson that give you that. But then, if you want to join a chapter, I think it's like thirty quid for the year, Aye. and then you know what I mean that's you you're officially as part of the chapter. But you need to obviously have a Harley. You can't just rock up with a BMW RT. They frown upon that, apparently. Yeah, apparently, yeah. I can't think why. I scorn. <coughs> you know, so, yeah, I am. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I get that, and I think it's, it is a nice, you know, I mean, <coughs> I suppose for people that don't know, and they see, like, loads of people stoking about in big bikes with leathers on, a lot of people, not so much now, but probably 20 years ago, you'd have been like that, or hooligans, you know, the whole, Aye, the Hell's, whole Hell's Angels, Angels things and all that, do you know what I mean, and everything. And, and, it, and it's it always kind of, before meeting the guys in the chapter and all that, you know, from from going to Harley and chatting right. and meeting the guys that you know and like Fitzy and all that, you always kind of would have thought that a bit is it a bit you know dodgy or a bit you know do you know what I mean? I wonder where you were going <coughs> with that. You know, does it feel um, kind of you know testosterone fueled or you know are these kind of things or, or does it feel like you're out there to cause trouble and you want to go down to Air Beach and you know? Uh, noise up the beat you know, up some ruffians and beat up some ruffians you know noise up the wee the, the shells that bob and all that I don't think I mean? anyone ever sat in Harley said beat up ruffians I know that's a, <laughs> exactly I. then you meet these guys and you think no no they just they just they're just proud of of this com- this collective um, love that they have for the for these machines Aye. 
and for the 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 lifestyle that they have and the freedom that they have been on those machines and i think it's and it and it just it just flips it all around and it's great aye and a lot of them have other bikes that are not necessarily harleys yes. i mean but they mm-hmm. do they have a harley or keep a harley because they enjoy that 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 community that I'm not even going to call it brotherhood because there's there's so many women in the chapter as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. whole ladies of hog and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and they do their own tours as well as you've been meeting up with the or riding with the. Yeah, it's, the it's rest not. Of the it's chapter. not this. It's not this male-dominated misogynistic no, thing that, that that you just assume it would be until you meet and you see all the people Aye. hanging about. You know, it's great. Aye, it's good. We've gone from the sports to rest to to um, chatting, but, but I'm just I'm thinking <coughs> that I'm adding that extra bit of value. Yeah, absolutely. And and, 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 and not that I'm trying to justify why they're charging thirteen nine nine. No, no, but you're, you're 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 getting a lifestyle with that more than anything Aye. else. You're absolutely right. Aye, you're getting <coughs> and, and, and and for all I love my triumphs, triumphs don't have that. The closest you get that is well, that. No one, I don't think you, the closest you get is that distinguished gentleman type thing that triumphs do every year. But that's just Aye. a support by a charity, and triumph can pull away from that. And I know they've signed up for another five years or something like that, but they can, you know, they could pull away from that at any point in time, and you've Aye. lost that sense of worth and actually anybody can go on that distinguished gentleman for instance Aye, it's not and I know you, you, don't get me wrong I'm not saying that others don't have their I mean, my wife's that was in the Kawasaki club because yep. you get you become a you become part of the Kawasaki club when you buy a Kawasaki and you get your magazine and stuff like that and then when the year runs out you need to renew it and all that yep. kind of stuff whereas this is this is different this is something localised yeah, to, the, to the, the local dealership you know I mean that you've bought out of I mean, so if you bought a, and there's nothing to say that you couldn't go to Edinburgh Harley and buy a Harley, or Nottingham or Guildford and buy a Harley, and then still, you could still join the Clyde Valley because that's your chapter. Mm-hmm. As long as you're a Harley owner and you've got your Harley owners group membership, which you would get buying a new bike anyway. You get. It. Um. So there's not. It's no. And I presume you get that if you're buying second hand, as long as it's a Harley. Yes. yes. Aye, second hand. Aye. <coughs> you get your Harley owners group for the first, the first year, first two years. Can't remember. Um, but I you get that, and then that allows you to then join the chapter, irrespective of where you bought the Harley, mm-hmm. which is again. So it's no elitist, and it's no, it's no that oh you you didn't buy out of, you didn't buy out of our dealership, so you can't join our chapter. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and even at that, the dealership is not don't own the chapter. The chapters run completely separately. But it's just a, it's, it's a it's a but, symbiotic but relationship. The, exactly, symbiotic. Just like that. <gasps> Well, that's us. We're done. We're, we're done. We're done. We're done with that whole conversation because there's no way I'm topping symbiotic. Oh, thank you. There we go. So, there, in conclusion, not only do you get an amazing new modern bike with loads of bells and whistles, um, you also get to form a symbiotic relationship with your local community. Symbiotic. There you go. Such a good word. It's such a good word. It could be that. Could be the name of this podcast. No, it's going to be sports to rest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just because I want to trigger an algorithm somewhere. Sports to rest, and then in brackets, S for symbiotic. Those brackets. No, uh, well, their tagline. What's their tagline for the it's evolution? Revolution, evolution to revolution. Is it evolution to revolution? Yeah, because it's the sports that evolve the sports, into the revolution. Engine. So that's the their, that's their strap line for <coughs> yeah. for the sports that is evolution to revolution. So you're going to have to hashtag the aye the hash it. Aye, aye, I'm going to be busy on social media this weekend. Yeah, getting all that hashing and tagging, hashing and tagging, hashing and tagging, hashing and tagging. But yeah. So there you go. That was conclusion yes. of. I'm only going to push a button because it's a kind of. It's not so much a big question. I think it's made a big review. Yeah, big this review. week. 
I mean, is it any good? <coughs> yes. Yes. A big review from somebody who isn't a motorcycle reviewer, just a biker that's had a go on just it. Just an average biker. <coughs> had a go on it. Who could get his feet flat-footed. Flat-footed. And went and, and sticking out front so that um, the soles of his feet were wetter than the shins of his jeans in the rain. There you go. That's the, uh, that is the thing. Uh, Seeing the wet. Although, if you get the engine guards, you could probably get the covers. Do you know what, though? I'm just going to throw something else in here, though, right? Yep. Hang on, we're not done. We're not done yet, right? <laughs> the, the one thing I did find interesting was that my jacket, it was the dirtiest, in the back of my helmet, it was the dirtiest I've ever been But I think because of the spray. But I think that's that stupid extra swing arm tail tidy thing because like and you don't really notice it and then I took off the GoPro mount thing from my chest and there was like black lines it was like a tan mark <laughs> do you know what I mean but in the back of my <laughs> my waterproof jacket do you know what I mean I was like that's a bit weird yeah. and uh, in the back of the the back of and the <laughs> do you <laughs> want to go mama go to nope, go there no 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 family show <laughs> in the back of my helmet I went there um, it was also covered in a lot of spray so the spray went up quite a bit from that do you that. have a hole in your jeans yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that was excitement. It was just up the front. So um, that was a uh, that that that's a I, th- I suppose a thing I, I thought was a bit. I've never really experienced that amount of muck on on the back like that on a ride like that. So <laughs> it's not getting any better. Is it? <laughs> just not getting like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just digging. I'm digging a hole. Digging a hole. So um, and I, I and I was wondering if as a, 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 maybe they'll do an extended mud guard or something like that or something that might stop that from happening. But I think it's coming off of that tail tidy. <clears throat> It would be interesting if we take when we take it out again, uh-huh. if, depending on the weather, obviously. But if we get to take it out again, we can have a wee look at that if one of us is behind. Because so I think, I think I if think we can get one out, I and think a, maybe get out like a fat bob or something as well, just so we can. No, live wire. Live wire, yeah. Because that's uh, probably so, the only thing you can see him talk to keep Aye. <laughs> but we can maybe just get a wee, a wee eye on it and see what is causing that, that spray. It wouldn't stop me from getting a bike, don't get me wrong. Absolutely not. No. But. Um, you know, but I think probably it's one of those things where you would you think about taking out in the rain and think, um, you know, just be aware I'm putting maybe extra layer of waterproofing or something on to aye for that. <coughs> I, uh, th- I or even taking out after the rain when the when the roads are still wet because that's where the spray's coming from. Aye, and I do think it's that tail tidy. Do you know what I mean? I really do think it's that tail tidy thing. Unfortunately, see if I followed you on my bike, the cameras were running and I still had the footage. Yeah, of course. But obviously it was out in the Pan America, so should have put my I should have put my camera on and thingy that oh no that's right I don't have it listening to you you've still got my hero aye <laughs> <laughs> right Darren there's Darren there's Teo's shout out for the week aye Teo your shout out for the week it's bring my GoPro back aye <laughs> Irene's probably sitting there going oh my god you know the whole have you, you know, not taken that back yet the people in Texas now know that you've not given the GoPro back do you realise that Teo you're, you're mud your name is new mm. mud in multiple different countries Mexico and Texas Mexico, you know Texas I mean? If you go to Texas Guatemala. or Mexico You ain't getting any text mix food for them Because they know exactly. That you've got Darren's GoPro Charlie Berman listens to this show And he now knows that you're hanging on to my GoPro There you go I don't think And that sounds painful He's definitely not answering his DMs So I'm going to mail him this week I'll give him a mail um, Also while we were in there Believe it or not and I know we're, we're rabbling on here right yep. But while we were in it At Harley on the uh, Thursday during the power cut, we've got to mention the power oh, I've got cut. To, that's right, yeah, oh. yeah. Because I, 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 I was panicking, I got rocked up there, power cut and everything. Cut and and thought, I thought, it's not happening, uh-oh. it's not happening. Damn you, Scottish <laughs> power! 
No, but it did happen. They had a power cut. Somebody, they were building, yeah. they're building the other side of Halley. They, 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 they did have the live air out in the rolling road, and I thought, oh, maybe they'll give me a wee shot and you know, get a shot just on the rolling road. <laughs> and then there was like a power it, cut. It, That's it, not happening. Well, aye, it probably ran up and they couldn't charge it. Um, but while we were there, we were also talking to the managing director of Harley UK. Yes, aye. Paul. Paul. Aye. Was it Paul? Aye. Paul. Was it Paul? Aye. Aye. Paul. I think it was. Um, nice guy. Nice guy. He, he was actually surprisingly quite young. Mm hmm. I was quite surprised at that you know, when he's how young he looked. Aye. I mean, he's either gifted with great jeans or he's just genuinely that young. So, I'm not sure if he was wearing jeans. <laughs> we know like you him. were with a giant hole in the front. A giant hole in the front. Aye. Um, so I, but he was a really nice guy. So again, if you are listening, big shout out. Uh, I, I think we've covered that to death. To be honest, we have. Yes, we have. You know what I mean, but it, it was a really good. Kinda, it wasn't even a, a two days. It was kind of night time one day and then the following yeah. afternoon. So um, it was great, and 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 it was done really, really well. It really was. Uh, really by was the guys nice at West slick West, launch, absolutely so slick launch. Yeah. Big shout out to everybody at West Coast. Well done, well done, And there will be live videos before during the event and all that, and because it, it kind of gave you a sense if you were coming in later on that afternoon. So that like I and I think a couple of the, the I think I know Sean had brought yeah the that's the one the the bit of video I was watching she went aye. out in the morning loved the bike and you know and all that stuff so I again she had she said sport bikes and mm-hmm. stuff like that so she's coming with a bit of pedigree so and she came back and went oh it's got so much power and I was like oh 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 Don was right yeah turn that off but there you go there we go that's us that's us brilliant episode so. thirteen. Lucky for some, yeah. Unlucky for others, but lucky for us because we get to spend time together in the man cave. You and I, that is. I I know. I I know what you meant. You're supposed to agree with me. I was just shocked that you're supposed to sit and go. Of (laughs) course, that's the the case. It was the fact that you looked longingly into my eyes when you said it was made me nervous. That's right. To be fair, I was just looking at the reflection of your glasses at myself. Aye. So that's all good. Aye. Anyway, thank you for listening again, folks, to the ramblings of us average bikers this week, and for supporting our episode every single time we put one out. It's amazing, and get any four figures for the downloads. It's but. We just hopefully go from strength to strength. So thanks, you know. If you fancy doing that whole thing, would tell three or four people that you know would be interested to listen, see if we can get our numbers up, and then we get to ride some really cool bikes and tell you about them. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um again, as long as you're lovely people out there, keep listening. We will continue to be here. Remember, these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers. Yeah, and again, I know we called them at the start of the show, but a big shout out to Graham, Dell, Matt. Even Tio, who's still got my GoPro. Uh, again, you guys contributing this week by chipping in and giving us some stuff to talk about from dodgy paint colours and stuff um, through to to what I think is just going to ruin the biking industry. But yeah, uh, massive shout out. I thought you were, I thought you were going to go like that there. I thought you were going to look at Cameron and go, <laughs> and I'd have been like, ah, just cut. That's it. It's done. Cut. But yeah, again, if you enjoyed, <laughs> still going. If you enjoyed <laughs> what you've heard, then as Ian said, just like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, all the usual stuff. If you want to get in touch with us with any kind of question, shout out something you want to hear our opinion on. Still looking for funny colours. Still looking for funny colours. So if you've got any funny colours, had any funny colours, or you can just even dream up a name of a funny colour that is at least br- rebroadcastable. Yep. And a few more of our listeners may have had a go in the Sports Arrest when you're listening to this, so we'll 
drop us a wee line, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, desperate let to us know. know. We really would because you know, um if you if you're coming off a a Yamaha R1 onto the sports dress, then that's gonna be a different experience from coming off a, a Triumph Street Cup to, to, to that. So really keen to hear. Or if, you you do, or if you jump from an old sportster to the new sportster, yep. oh, that'd be really interesting that'd to hear about that. Uh, or maybe, or maybe you've, you know, you've got a Kawasaki Versus and you've seen the light. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe you've got a street cup and you're looking at the sportster S. Let me know what your opinion is. Yeah. Just so we can just so we can compare it to my, my opinion. A street cup, speed twin, any of these ones. You know, you're thinking, you know, I'm going to go a bit more modern, a bit less retro. Um, let us know, please do. It'd be really interesting to hear your thoughts on that. And how do you get in contact with us? Well, you can email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com or get in touch with us on Facebook, at our Facebook page or Instagram. And that's it. Until the next time, remember... Only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window. Ruff.